0: Kai.
1: Kai. Kai. You know what time it is. Kai. Four. 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 The game for Tuscaloosa's longest running
2: sports Four. show. The biggest goal of our team. Especially in the first half. We had that, we're trying to be the best. Always is the win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. The
1: game. John
2: Lecce on the ground. Appreciate your
1: interest in the game. On your home for Alabama, Alabama sports. Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award winning host, Ryan Ryan Fowler.
3: And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome to the game. T-Town Tide 100.9. Remember the website, tide109.com. A lot of great content covering the University of Alabama. Today we're going to do the same here as we do each and every day. From 2 until 6, we're going to get you involved in the show at 205-342-9904. And I know we've talked about this for a couple of days. We've had a chance to to ask you your opinion. You've certainly shared. Uh, I've shared my opinion. We've had guests that have shared their opinion. But you don't know Noah, everywhere I go. It is last night. I went on the George Teague, Teague's take with JT, which is JT's his son, uh, James Teague. And then George Teague is a guy that uh, we all know from an All-American player and a national champion winning defensive back at the University of Alabama. And it was so funny that we're sitting there debating this college football playoff thing, right? Because that's where anywhere we stop, uh, Gary and I just had lunch at at Dreamland. Uh, We we ran into a few people and uh, literally it is... It's not, how's the family? It's not, how's the weather? It's, what is a route that Alabama can get in? And there's so many different opinions. Like, uh, Gary and I share a little different opinion. I know he's explained that on his show. He thinks that, listen, when you win the SEC that you could be in. And I think there's definitely an argument for that. I, I think there's a right side of that. So last night, George and I were on the same page and his son and another one of their guests were on the other page that thinking that Alabama needs some help. I'm in that category. I think Alabama could use some help. And listen, regardless, if you get help, it makes you feel better. Even the crew, uh, that is saying, Hey, go through the SEC. And it is hard to even imagine. I mean, I do it in my mind and, and, you know, we always have a healthy debate. But it's, it's looking at the SEC. You're going, okay, a team that broke a streak. Georgia has not been beaten until they got beat by the University of Alabama in the SEC title game a couple of years ago. So Alabama would be able to, for one, knock those guys down. But to run undefeated in this league, I don't care how you put it, when you look at this league, is it having a down year? Yeah, compared to SEC standards. But compared to the rest of college football, there's still some nasty football teams in the Southeastern Conference. I mean, when you look at the physical style of play, bring one of these teams that are doing good things in other leagues. Bring them to the Southeastern Conference. Let them play a Mississippi State-type schedule. Or you could take Mississippi State... Not saying Mississippi State this year, but you could take a Kentucky. You could take the Missouri Tigers. You could take probably Ole Miss. And you could do some of the things that these other teams are doing in these weaker conferences. Uh, When I look at the Pac-12, I don't believe in that brand of football. Is it okay? Yeah, it is. It's probably like a B minus C plus. When you look at Oregon, when you look at Washington, is that a biased approach? Well, sure it is. I mean i cover the southeastern conference we we have a chance but i also have seen it so many different times you know we we inflated tcu last year right we amped them up oh look a here look a here what was that game 65 to 7 65 to 7 was that a close game was that great for tv ratings so i understand the committee's got a hard job but um you know, when you look at it, we'll ask Aaron Torres, uh, from a national perspective. But currently in the SEC, you got, you got six teams that are ranked. You have six teams that are ranked. Take an LSU. Take an LSU. As bad as they play on the defensive side of the football, some of these other conferences don't play great defense. LSU in the Big 12. Do they win the Big 12? Possibly. They're at the top. ACC. Well, we know they lost to Florida State early in the season. Go to the Pac-12. Put LSU out there. What do you think they do out there? So when you when you begin to make these arguments uh, for this college football playoff, uh, it's going to be settled because it will be, uh, regardless of Alabama's there. I understand the Texas argument, and I'm not one of those that says, hey, let's skip over Texas. Texas came to Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama. There's got to be a consequence to losing. Now, if I played, if Alabama and Texas played today, I think Alabama would be a better football team. Um, but at the end of the day, that L stills on your record. So when you look at college football, it always has a way of working itself out. Uh, maybe this is the year that it doesn't work itself out. Maybe at the end of the season that there is not four clear, clear teams. And you look at this committee, they have to make a hard decision. So we'll talk with Aaron Torres about that. Let's start with the best coach in college football last night following practice. He had a couple things to say. It's what he didn't say that grabbed our attention. Here is the best coach in college football. Just his opening comments following Wednesday's practice.
2: So, you know, I'm trying to emphasize, we're trying to emphasize with the players. Uh, and they've responded, you know, fairly well that the number one focus, you know, this week needs to be on this game. Uh, we need to take care of business in this game. And I got out the 2016 game, which was the last time we played these guys. And the score was like 3 nothing or something halfway through the second quarter, and we were behind. So, um, and just about all the players out there playing were... You know, really good players, most of whom played in the NFL. So uh, having your mind right, having the right focus on what you want to accomplish and what you want to do, having the right passion for how bad you want to do it, and having the mental toughness to, you know, handle tough and difficult situations, handling hard, I think is really, really important. Um, you know, we, we, we'll, we need to focus on what we need to do to take care of business in this game. And, um you know, the players have been pretty good about that so far.
3: You hear what he said right there at the end? You didn't hear a rant from Nick Saban. I didn't hear him tapping on that podium. You know, Nick Saban, when he gets excited, if you ever listen to him, he'll sit there and do a press conference, and that, 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 that knuckle will be tapping that wood just as loud as you possibly can. Maybe this team doesn't need that rant. Maybe this team understands. You don't have any margin of error to be sloppy. You don't have any margin of error. Uh, Maybe this team is is where they're at, and they understand it. Because Nick Saban, I even thought last week, or unless we're just done with rants, period, right? Maybe rants are done. Maybe that was a thing of the past, and you don't do it anymore like that. Maybe Nick Saban has mellowed out. Maybe the grandkids have done it. But we don't get that Nick Saban rant anymore. Is this team based on the attitude that he feels just doesn't need this rant? Because I thought they would get it last week, 11 o'clock, coming off of LSU. Then when we didn't get it, and then Alabama opened up a a great performance in the first quarter against Kentucky, I'm going, okay, that team's got a good attitude. Nick Saban's always said that about this football team. So when you think about this game, here you've got Auburn to look ahead. you got Georgia. Everybody's talking about all these distractions, college football, playoff, trying to find a way to get in, trying to find a way to be left out. Uh, How do you do it? You look impressive. Alabama seems to have that business mindset as this great championship caliber teams. They have it, and this one has it. Now, will they get that chance to play? Only time will tell. We'll talk to Aaron Torres coming up in just a couple of minutes. Remember to download the Tide 100.9 app. It's a free download, Android, iPhone, Google Play. All the listening devices simply enable the Tide 100.9 skill. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to set back. We're going to take your phone calls. You know, we usually do keys to victory. I don't really know if I have any keys to victory other than just come out fast, get your backups in. Come out fast, get your backups in. I mean, that would be an awesome opportunity to beat Chattanooga. And and don't be sloppy. As Nick Saban pointed out, 2016, we've played some inferior competition around here. So have that knockout punch. Have that dominant approach. You want to look like a championship football team? Take care of business. Take care of business. And then when you get ready to go to Auburn next week, take care of business. You go to Georgia, certainly it to be a little bit tougher task. You beat the dogs, and you put it in the hands of the committee, and you say – Leave us out. Leave us out. Show us. We'll talk about it as we continue. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports National Analyst. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com. 3325 Skylon Boulevard and online at Tuscaloosa Toyota. When you look at a Highlander, when you look at a Tundra, Tacoma, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, how about a Camry, how about a Corolla? The 2024s have already started to arrive there, and the most inventory they've had in over two and a half years, you will find it at Tuscaloosa Toyota. We'll talk to Aaron Torres next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
0: Always live always local dependable news coverage the latest news only from the tuscaloosa thread newsroom
4: The Tuscaloosa Thread reminding Alabamians about secondary severe weather season. Early next week, we do have the potential for isolated tornadoes. For the full forecast and details, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And a Northport woman was killed after a multi-vehicle crash in Tuscaloosa County Wednesday morning. And the investigation continues with troopers with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's Highway Patrol Division. And for the Crimson Tide basketball schedule, be sure to tap our free app.
0: For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, p Bama Sports Updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Tide 100.9 in local Vancouver.
3: Dreamland bbq.com Dreamland Barbecue since 1958 Coach Bryant arrived at the University of Alabama so did Dreamland with Big Daddy's barbecue hickory smoke ribs if you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party you can do it at either location you can also order online carry out curbside pickup delivery are now available it is dreamlandbbq.com we do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday May- Made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoked barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy Barbecue Sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa, in the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. (laughs) Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saber, the pharmacist. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side. If you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the
1: pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks in the overcast coming our way now as we're finishing off today. We continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog forming late, so ease up on your speed as you're heading out and about our low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through Friday's high 70. Plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naira Moore. On Tide 100.9.
6: It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
1: You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Some fun. Let's do it until 6 o'clock. Appreciate your hard work every single day here on the program. We're going to go to Aaron Torres coming up here in just a couple of minutes. It's Rumsey Environmental. It's a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. When you have to know it's being done right, That's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. And right now we go to Fox Sports National Analyst. We certainly have a Fox uh, Sports Radio affiliation here, and that's where you can find Aaron Torres recapping college football. Aaron Torres, welcome back to T-Town. How are you, my friend?
7: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So how does this work with, like, the Christmas party? Do I do I get an invite in the mail? Do you just tell me what day and time? Like, how does this all work now that we're all part of the Fox family here?
3: Well, I was hoping that we would get an invitation to your Fox Sports radio parties. I mean, isn't that how it works? I mean, since we're an affiliate, uh, should we get, like, a private plane going out to the big Christmas party there at the, what is it, premier headquarters? Uh, I mean, I would imagine, because, I mean, our, our Christmas parties are usually, uh, they're good, but... Uh, Nothing like Fox Sports Radio quality.
7: What I was told is when you win the Natty, they send the plane the next year. So we're setting a plane to Athens. Uh, so just go ahead and blame Pete Golding for this one, too. Otherwise, you'd have the plane and, and you'd be coming. But... You know, peak Holding happened last year, so maybe next year, maybe next year, Christmas twenty twenty four. Plan accordingly.
3: Hey, them Ole Miss people are saying, uh, "Hey, we thought we got a great defensive coordinator from Ole Miss, and we're going." Yeah, you thought you did. <laughs> Roll Tide. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy.
7: Well, yeah, it was. It was actually even kind of funny. Um, you know, seeing some of the stuff out of there earlier in the year. And listen, I, I get it. They think that they took a guy that Alabama wanted. I'm smart enough to know by talking to you every week that that was certainly not the case. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to add to that, other than to say it was funny the first probably six, seven weeks of the season. then by the way, you give up 35 to A&M and they fire the coast the next day. And then obviously Georgia was basically a, a backyard um, you know, uh, Carson Beck just drawing up plays in the sand and, and pretty much getting nine yards per play on, on whatever you wanted. So yeah, it is funny. It all comes back full circle to Pete Golding, but yes, that is why uh, you and, and and all of your crew and and you know you guys aren't going to be at the the Fox Sports Christmas party this year. So
3: okay, well Nick Saban has a chance, but it takes a pathway. We have been for the last couple of weeks. You know, Ryan's been beating on this drum, talking about. Alabama needs some help. Alabama needs some help. They need some teams to lose. Well, we're two weeks away, and some of these teams have not lost. Alabama needs some help. What camp are you in from a national perspective? Do you think if Alabama – let me just paint it a pathway. They beat Auburn. Well, they got to beat Chattanooga first, right? They lose to that, it's all over. Yeah, uh, no
8: rat poison, right? No rat poison. Okay,
3: so Chattanooga, you've got our ultimate respect. You're a tremendous football team, as Nick Saban says. Good work, good work. And then you go to Auburn, you beat them, and you beat them nice over there. Then you go to Georgia, and you have a chance to win. How confident would you be that Alabama would be a part of the four team playoff?
7: You have a chance to win, as in you don't win.
3: No, no, Is I'm that not, what the... no. I'm sorry, have a chance to make the
7: playoff, playoffs. So by beating uh, no, you Georgia. Said, you, you, Yeah, you said you go, you go play Georgia and you have a chance to win. So I didn't know what that meant.
3: My bad, my bad. No, I I misspoke. So yeah, you beat them and you beat them, you know, let's say you beat them for uh, maybe a touchdown or 10 points and you beat them convincingly. Do you feel confident that Alabama would be a part of the playoffs?
7: You know, listen, what I would say is you could beat them by one, you could beat them by a hundred. I think beating them by a hundred would certainly uh, make a larger statement. Sure. The only, the only scenario, li- listen, we know what the scenario is. It- if everybody wins out, you have an undefeated Big Ten champ, you have an undefeated, um, you know, you have an undefeated, uh, uh, Pac-12 champ or a one loss Pac-12 champ, you have an undefeated Florida State. I think Florida State is the one where if everybody finishes with one loss, they get squeezed out. But it, I mean, I do think there's a scenario if you get a one loss, uh, you know, a one loss uh, Pac-12 champ and unlo- a one loss, uh, 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 you know, uh, Big Ten or undefeated Big Ten champ a one loss, whatever, and then of course Texas runs the table, wins the Big Twelve with one loss, then yeah, that's a very tough sell by the committee to take Alabama over pretty much anybody at that point. I do think if um, you know, I, I do think that in a one-loss scenario, Alabama would have an advantage over a one-loss Florida State team. I don't think they would have an advantage over a one-loss uh, or over an undefeated Florida State team, excuse me. And so, you know, to me, and I know this is cliche, Ryan, this stuff always works itself out. I'll just give you an example. You know, Washington is undefeated right number five in the country right now. They're, a, they're, they're an underdog this weekend at Oregon State. Um, so, you know, that's just a perfect example of how quickly – They take a loss now, all of a sudden. um, You know, then all of a sudden, whoever loses that Pac 12 championship game is eliminated. Obviously, Oregon would have to win out at that point. Florida State, by the way, is worth noting, has not looked good. But most importantly, let me also say this right. I mean, he's impressed me, so I don't want to discredit him. But Sark has a funny way of every game is the same with him, except for Alabama, apparently. Uh, it, it's, it's 28 to three and you change the channel and you kind of stop paying attention. And then all of a sudden it's 28 26 and they're holding on for dear life. And so, you know, I, I just listen, I, I don't know, especially they lost their star running back, Jonathan Brooks, three straight more weeks. You know, can they, they go to Iowa State this week, which I don't think is going to be an easy spot. Next week they close with Texas Tech. Remember, that's an in-state rival that is probably not very happy that they're leaving them. And then they would have to win the Big 12 championship game. And so, listen, they're going to be favored in all those games, but I don't think the pathway is just a little yellow brick road for them to finish 12-1. and one. And even then at that point, again, what happens with Florida State, what happens in the Pac-12, uh, and, of course, most importantly, you got to take care of Georgia in Atlanta and Auburn and Chattanooga. All
3: right. So Oregon State certainly can help Alabama out. I mean, they could beat Washington, and then they could turn around and beat – um, the
7: Oregon Ducks. So Oregon State, go Beavers. Go Beavers. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a huge game and it's, it's a really interesting game. Obviously, there's a lot of politics at play, uh, with the future of the Pac 12, you know, is, or <laughs> there's some interesting legal battles going on here. But, but I think, you know, if you're Oregon State and everything that happened to you last offseason, their schedule is Washington at home, Oregon on the road. You can ruin a lot of things for a lot of people over these next two weeks if you're Oregon State. So they're going to be plenty motivated. The thing I will say about Washington, they have they keep winning, but it, it, it's not impressive. I looked it up yesterday. Last six games, four single digit wins. One game, one other game that they won by, or, or excuse me, four one score wins, so eight points or less. Um, and then I looked it up the other day, um, and I, one of the games where they won by more than a, a score. Uh, they were actually trailing going into the fourth quarter and got hot late. So that's a team. Listen, I, I don't root for chaos. I don't root for whatever. I root for the best team to win. But that's a team that's kind of been playing with fire for a while. And I, I think that might be the first spot where Alabama gets a little bit of help this weekend is with Oregon State taking care of business against Washington.
3: All right. So let, let's debate. Uh, let's debate the Oregon. All right. So you, by that scenario, you would be moving out Washington, right? You, Dub. Thanks for playing. Have a great day then Oregon becomes a problem, right? So then Oregon State can help Alabama out by eating, beating Oregon. But let's say Oregon goes on to win the Pac-12 championship. They beat Oregon State. They're sitting there. And then you have to debate Oregon-Alabama. In your opinion, who's the better football team? Well,
7: what would be interesting about that, Ryan, is in the scenario that we just laid out, Washington loses this weekend. Let's say they win out uh, or they win their final regular season game. Washington would still be in the Pac-12 championship game so I think either team that it would be in the Pac-12 championship game if Oregon wins out would be in pretty good shape to make the playoff. But I think then it becomes an interesting scenario of all of a sudden that win that Oregon would have over Washington wouldn't look quite as good when they're coming off a loss a few weeks earlier. So, um, you know, who would look better? I, I'd have to really break down the resumes. I mean, obviously, look, some of the – the great wins in the Pac-12 look a little bit less impressive than we expected. Beating USC doesn't mean all that much this year. But then again, in the SEC, you know, uh, uh, what is beating LSU look like? I mean, we see, we'll see how LSU finishes. Obviously, Tennessee felt like it was going to be a great win. Well, Tennessee's got Georgia this weekend. If they lose that game, then all of a sudden Tennessee's an eight and four football team. So, you know, th- this is where, and I know it's your job to do it, so I'm in no way, shape or form criticizing you. It's where I try not to get too far ahead of myself of if this happens and that happens and what does this mean? Because when you start playing that game then we have to talk about okay, does ten- you know, if Tennessee beats Georgia, that's I guess good, but maybe it's you know, like like so there's just there's just a lot of variables here, right?
3: All right, let's go to Texas A and M. You went on this morning out in college station sure with, did. with our good friends David and Olin and uh Billy and all the team there at Texags, Tex Radio there in college station. Uh Aaron Torres does a uh, Thursday morning hit with those guys. Um, what'd you tell them?
7: Uh, you know, listen, I think they're taking it in stride. By the way, where were you, and how did you find out that Jimbo got fired? Out of curiosity,
3: I was driving back from the beach, and I started <laughs> okay. getting I started getting messages. Um, Looks like Jimbo may be out, and I'm on a couple of different media groups. Right, we just we just okay. exchanged texts back and forth. it was just a a media group that said, "Hey, you may want to grab a uh, ESPN.com, FoxSports.com, um, you know, two four seven, whoever, and and see exactly because it looks like Jimbo Fisher, and it was kind of a surprise because I understand why Ross Bajori did it. I, I get that, right? You got Abilene Christian, they could probably line up and and call their own plays and be able to beat these guys. I get it why he did it then, but I just didn't expect both coaches to be fired after you hammered Mississippi State.
7: No, 100%, so I'm in the same boat, and why I bring it up, I, I was genuinely shocked, and, and even before we get to what we talked about on Tech Tags, you know, as you mentioned, I host the, the Fox Sports National Post Game Show. We get off air at 2 a.m. Eastern every Saturday. You know, I get home about 3, you know, I'm in bed about 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. And so I, I woke up to a text from from a pretty connected person who had been kind of hinting to me, hey, you know, Sam Pittman, Arkansas, they just got smoked by Auburn. Some news could be coming down tomorrow. So I get a text of, uh, oh, boy, I guess firing season's officially begun, huh? And, you know, to be clear, I'm not wishing ill will on Sam Pittman, but I thought the thing was about Sam Pittman. And I kind of took a minute and just kind of started my morning and then it took me about, you know, three or four minutes to realize it was actually Jimbo. So it was, it was shocking. Um, you know, the one thing I will say that, that, that Nuno and I did talk about this morning, um, w- couple things. One, we can agree or disagree on the timing. The one thing I respect is that it feels like this is a search where they're going to bring in a bunch of different factors. It's not just a, hey, this is the only guy, and it's this guy or bust. I think they really need to reset the the, the program and the culture and everything like that. And the other thing I will say, and, and I said this with Nuno today, and I think it's something a lot of people have said this week, but it is worth noting. We can make fun of Jimbo. We can make fun of a and Texas 8-4, and Texas ATM, whatever you want to call them. But one thing I will say, I do think Jimbo opened a lot of people's eyes in football to the fact that, you know, you can recruit pretty well down there. And, hundred, you know, all the stuff that we always hear, 100,000-seat stadium, facilities, resources, et cetera. And so what I will say is I think that job is now more attractive today than it was five years ago when Jimbo took the job, even though Jimbo was the quote-unquote big name at the time. So I do give him credit. I think he kind of showed, hey, you can really recruit. You can really blanket Texas. Houston's an hour away. There's a lot of talent down there if you can kind of keep all that talent home. And so now it's on the next guy to, 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 to kind of harness all that and, and end up with the, what, you know, getting the most out of that program. We've been hearing that for literally 50 years. But I do think Jimbo kind of opened a lot of people's eyes to how good that program can be if they ever actually get the right person.
3: Yeah, and, but it, you also have to remember Texas a and in 2000, when they went to number four, that was the highest ranking they have achieved since 1939. Oh, Ryan, you want some late breaking news? I just saw it. I just saw it. But you, you update the audience.
7: No, I just, I I was scrolling my, my email statement from the university of Michigan. I'll read it. So there's no confusion this morning. The university coach Harbaugh and the big 10 resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation and the university and coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three game suspension. And then that goes on and on. So, you know, you talk about the, the, the different scenarios, Ryan, um, you know, one, I'll say this is, I think it, if Michigan does not beat Ohio State, I don't think they really have much of an argument to be a one, one loss at large team. Their, their only notable win would be against Penn State, and we all know how we feel about Penn State. I'll say this though is, you know, if Ohio State is to lose to an interim head coach at Michigan, um, I don't know that their resume is all that impressive. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is we kind of open this segment, what does an Alabama fan want or what does an Alabama fan need, maybe even is the better way to put it. And I just bring it up because I think that either team loses that game. They're almost certainly going to finish 11-1. and I mean, obviously they play this weekend, but neither is projected to lose. If you finish 11-1 and and you're Ohio State and you just lost to an interim head coach, or if you're Michigan and you finish 11-1 and, and your best win is Penn State, I, I do think that a, a one-loss Alabama uh, is very clearly going to jump them. I think you could even actually make the case that a two-loss Alabama should be ahead of any of those teams if we get absolute chaos down the stretch.
3: So am I just an SEC homer? Yes, I am. I, I would admit that. But I look at the SEC, even our down years are better than a lot of conferences' best years. And so when I start looking, I'm going, okay, there's six teams in in the SEC that are currently ranked. And I think you could take some of these teams, and they would do the same thing over there. Take an Ole Miss. Put them out in the Pac-12. Take an LSU with Jaden Daniels. Put them out in the Pac-12. Put them in the Big Ten. I think they would literally be at the top. And they're not in the SEC. Am I just an SEC complete bias, or do I still view this conference as the best of the best?
7: Yeah, I think there's definitely some bias there because games were played off the, on the field and LSU lost to Florida State. Uh, Alabama lost to Texas. Texas A&M lost to a, a not very good Miami team. Florida got smoked by a Utah team, which is probably the sixth or seventh best team in that league. Uh, yeah, I think you're a little biased. I mean, I, I, I think, Al- I, I, this is what I would say. I think Georgia can play with anybody. I th- not only can play with, they would, they would be and should be favored against anybody. I think this version of Alabama can play with anybody. I don't think this version of LSU, as fun as they are to watch, is the best team in the Pac-12. I don't think they're the best team in the Big Ten. I don't think they're the best team in the ACC, obviously, because they lost to the best team in the ACC. Uh, old Miss, listen, Lane Kiffin's a fun story. I know everybody loves putting him in coaching search rumors because it gets clicks, including me. I, I won't even pretend to lie about that. Uh, but... Lane Kiffin, I mean, listen, I, I'm not saying Ole Miss is supposed to beat Georgia and Alabama on the road, but what are the combined scores of those two games, Ryan? Fifty let's let's do some math here. Fifty-two to seventeen and uh and twenty four to ten is a lot to a little. So uh, you know, you you send Lane Kiffin up to the big house. I'm not feeling too confident about what he can do. So yeah, I think there's a little bias there. I think there is a little bias there, but guess what? Um all that really matters for Alabama is to win out. And, and I do, and one thing I will say, I think Alabama, the way that they're playing right now, the confidence the defense is playing with, I do think they match up pretty well with anybody in college football. And can you imagine the confidence that they would have, uh, by the time they get to the playoff, if they've actually beaten Georgia?
3: It would be there. Aaron Torres, final couple of minutes here with Aaron Torres, Aaron Torres podcast and, uh, Aaron Torres online, Aaron Torres on Fox Sports. Let's take Jim Harbaugh just for a couple of minutes. If you were a betting guy, tell me the affiliation that you have because I know you, you, you do some things with... Uh... Yeah, we do some stuff with DraftKings, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So I didn't want to step on anybody else. I didn't want to say, well, No. Hey, you can find him as that. an MGM. And, uh, uh, but so if I gave you 1000 bucks and you had literally two choices to make, will Jim Harbaugh be in Ann Arbor in 2024 or will he be departed? Because uh, I think he'll... I think everybody's right. I think this guy's going to run back to the NFL.
7: Um, so, I mean, listen, if you give me $1,000 and I have to confidently bet it, uh, listen, this is what, okay, I'll make this quick. I, If I had to bet it, uh, I would probably bet that he is in the NFL. What I would also say, I do think there is something to what has happened over the last couple weeks where the school clearly had his back, where the school president. is tweeting out. Yep. And you know, Ryan, listen, you know, I I live in LA right now and, and you know, there's, there's mixed conversations about the relationship between Chip Kelly and his university between Lincoln Riley and his university. And, and, and we know, and maybe Alabama is immune to it because Nick Saban has amassed so much power, but we know that every head coach doesn't get along with their AD and their school president. And I can tell you as of, you know, 18 months ago, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, remember, the, the the former president of Michigan was the one that was leading the charge to get the Big Ten season canceled in 2020. So I just bring it up. There's a new president. They have had his back. Ward Manuel, I've heard differing things. Ward Manuel is a former Michigan player. I believe he and Harbaugh actually crossed paths. I've heard the relationship is really good. I've heard it's not good. But Ward Manuel, at least publicly, has very much had his back. And, oh, by the way, guess what? If you're Jim Harbaugh and the, the school president loves you, you could probably get the AD replaced if you really wanted to. So, um, I still—if I had to—if if you gave me a thousand dollars and I had to bet, the smart money would be on the NFL. But I think the day that this story broke, about what four or five weeks ago now, I thought, okay, this is for sure the move. This is for sure what's going to push Harbaugh away. Now I feel like because the school has so publicly had his back, now I feel like, okay, maybe this really is the place that you know. I don't know if he retires there.
3: But you know that that he's there for a little while long, and
7: I, that's a great point. I mean, because the the school is, has, I make so many back. of
3: those. And, and really, I think Dabo could probably get the team behind his back. Go flirt with Texas AM. and M, Clemson. You need to realize you're Clemson. You're you're not a big boy school. You haven't been. You don't have a rich tradition. Dabo is the best you've ever had. Period. Mm-hmm. Not even close. So Dabo, you want to use your fan base uh, to make them feel appreciated. Go flirt a little bit with Texas A and M, uh, and then come back home. And I don't think they'll be complaining about uh, seven, eight, nine wins over there in Clemson, South Carolina. Because
7: well, yeah, I'm not saying in a real life marriage that you should be just flirting publicly when things aren't going well. But I think in in this stuff. And by the way, Torres, I, I don't want to archive get...
3: this. This I, I'm just warning you. We archive this. The Miss Torres can no, no, no. find this if you're about to say something.
7: Well, yeah, yeah, no, she she probably is a, a regular listener. No, she um no. So what I was going to say was, I'm not saying if you're in a real life marriage that you should flirt publicly, but I do think in the um in the uh what do you call it, the professional space, I don't think it's always the worst move. I'll just give you a quick example, and, and this is a little bit off topic, but a little bit not. This is one of Cal Perry's brilliant moves. Is every time he loses like three games in a uh, row. Uh, you- all- Perfect yeah.
3: analysis. Perfect. perfect.
7: Yeah. All, all of a sudden his name pops up, you know, with the NBA, with this college. You know, listen, again, I, I live in LA and there was like a two week period where the public was convinced that Calipari Perry wanted to leave Kentucky and end his career at UCLA. So, uh, so yeah, by the way, credit to Davo. He kind of gave a non denial denial and he's not going anywhere, but I think it is always nice to let, uh, you know, let your fan base know, not your real life husband or wife, but your fan base if you're a head coach, that, hey, I have options and I'm desired other places as well.
3: Go follow Aaron Torres on his Twitter account at Aaron underscore Torres Fox Sports Radio National College Football Recap Show from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. You'll be able to hear that here on Saturday evening right here on Tide 100.9 Aaron Torres Podcast. You can find him Aaron Torres online and go check out the merch. He's got some good stuff involving the University of Alabama, uh, especially Nate Oates in a basketball school t-shirt. You can find him on Instagram. You can also find him Torres on Bama. You can find it there on the Twitter account. Torres, I appreciate you, man. Have a great rest
7: of your day. Thank you so much, Ryan. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Roll
3: Tide. I didn't even get a Roll Tide. I did not get a Roll Tide. I did not get a Roll Tide from Torres. That means he doesn't
9: believe. I think he gave one right before he said "Oh, I think I cut him off a little bit. Oh.
3: That's okay. I'll give you a Roll Tide, Ryan. I'll give you a Roll Tide. Here, Torres, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Thanks, Torres. You guys have a great day. We'll continue with more of the game. We're taking your phone calls. We're going to have some fun the rest of the day. T-Town, Tide 100.9, WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
10: Go inside the
1: Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show.
7: Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. You know what happens on
0: Friday. The TGIF edition of the Gary Harris Show at 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 AM WTBC. Great guest Plus, Bama football trivia
3: will give away another terrific prize. Join us at 9 a.m. on Friday.
1: Catch the Gary Harris show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide 100.9.com.
3: MoreArt.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life. It's DanielMoreArt.com, Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches. Nick Saban and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua tunga Loa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant. Danielmoreart.com. Remember the code word, The Game, gets a significant discount. you got to put it in, The Game, significant discount, Danielmoreart.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select The Game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you. Go into
1: Danielmoreart.com. your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Some phone calls coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We got Andy in Georgia first up, then Paul and Lincoln. We're going to work you in as well. Andy, Georgia. Andy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well.
8: Hey, how are you, Mr. Ryan?
3: I'm good. I hope you're having a great day.
11: I am, sir. I am. I just woke up, getting ready to go to work. So. Okay. I
3: got you. What do you do? I, uh, I work in law enforcement. Okay. Well, thank you for your service. Uh, is this the oh, well. Andy that I talked to on Twitter? Yes, sir, I am. Oh, that is right. Okay, okay. I've never... never That's t- right. So you're, you're a long-time listener, first-time caller. Andy, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you sir, to- I am. I am. love listening to your show at nighttime. Well, thank you. Thank you. We we appreciate your service, and uh, we love uh, law enforcement officers. We thank them every day before we go off the air, and it's not just an empty thank you. It is certainly heartfelt. And uh, I appreciate the service that you provide to your community like we do our law enforcement here in Tuscaloosa.
11: And we appreciate that. Thank you, too, also. Um, What I was wanting to call you about is uh, now that the end of season is starting to get ready to roll around, what are your thoughts on Alabama being the quarterback conundrum that we're about to have as far as we're going to have Julian come here. He's a top-five elite quarterback. We'll have Jalen Melrose. I don't know how the transfer portal works, but Buckner's probably going to have to leave. Simpson's going to leave. And uh, we still have uh, Holstein and Lonegren. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Well, I would be a fool to say that Nick Saban's not going to be able to keep these all guys here. There's just no way. I I don't see it. Not trying to be
11: negative. Not Not with the transfer portal with the way it works. And I don't don't even know if Buckner can leave because he just got here. I think he's in his last year, isn't he?
3: No, I think he has some time left. Uh so he has some okay. eligibility. Um and I can okay. double check that how many years. But you know, like a guy like Ty Simpson, okay? I mean if you're Ty, what do you do? Do you sit here and wait and wait and wait and wait? There's a Mac Jones story out there, right? I mean he was the poster for yes, winning. Sir. But I think when you when you back up and you think about these quarterbacks, it, it would be almost impossible for Nick Saban. I mean, he would pull off huge. I think in right. a dream scenario you get Jalen Milrow back next year as the starter. And then hopefully he has a great enough season that he could go to the National Football League. And I'm sure that would be for him. That would be for Alabama. That would be a dream. Right. Um, now, you know, the thing is, is what if he's here for two more years? Maybe they went back to back to back to back to back to national titles. And, yeah, then... Um, that then you have
11: Lonnegan, who is a, who is apparently a very good quarterback. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you off. No, he's a stud. He's a stud. Um, he's a stud. I'm And then, things and about then him. It, when, but then you got Julian Sian, who's coming in next year. And that you talk about a stud. I've seen some of the, you know, Twitter footage and stuff like that. Of course, they all you know pretty it up and everything, but. My my thing is is uh, you got him and I'm worried about Lonergan leaving and I know I like it, I hate Simpson's going to leave but I can guarantee you he's gone.
3: I would I wouldn't bet against it uh, saying that he would not be leaving but I, I don't know I mean maybe he's a guy that's so close to graduation that he stays for you know a semester and gets through I don't know how close he is don't know how far away he is but I would. I mean, I'd be probably delusional to think that Nick Saban's going to be able to keep all these guys because I don't think he's going to. Right. Uh, I just don't, My it, biggest thing. But hey, that's, that's why you play playing a place like Alabama. And yeah. You yeah. And my, have, my biggest thing, I, I just don't want
11: one of these good quarterbacks leaving and hurting us. You know what I'm saying? I want to keep them all.
3: But and, and how you do that's do it not it going to be possible. Position? How do you do it at right, that position? Right. Because you patience so. is not. It, it's not in that position. No. And especially with this success. Why of the transfer portal. I mean, you're talking right. about two of the guys that will probably be in New York <laughs> City are both transfer quarterbacks. So it does yes, sir. Michael yes, Penix sir. and Jaden Daniels, both of them transfers. Uh, and we can right. sit here for, you know, we can talk about Oregon State with DJU, uh, what he's been able yes, to do out there. I mean, it it's sometimes a change of scenery is helpful. I believe in Ty sure. Simpson. I think he's a great player. I think he's a guy that showed us – some things that he's built upon. Is he where he needs to be? No, no, he's not. But skill set—I mean, you could see the arm talent. He showed you his, yes. his arm talent. It's there. Um, yeah. And and especially as a mobile quarterback like Jalen <sighs> Milrow is. I mean, he's he's more than just a mobile quarterback. But the injuries are part of it. I watch the yep. NFL well. every Sunday. Look at the mobile quarterbacks. The body can only take so many hits, and those quarterbacks, well, was, you know, they take a pounding. I was really doubtful about Melrose
11: at the start, but I'm telling you, he has turned into a thoroughbred. And when he gets it, when he gets of age, or or when he goes to the NFL, he's going to be another Jalen Hurts. He's a he's a great quarterback. He's going to be
12: well. I don't know, really impressed. I don't know
3: what his stock would be. Let's say if he continues, let's just paint a let's paint a weird scenario, Andy. Let's say he he goes to Chattanooga, he beats Chattanooga. Uh, We we all assume that, okay? He gets to the Auburn Tigers and he demolishes them, which we've had some great quarterbacks that went down there and struggled. Let's say he beats Georgia. Let's say we go on a run in the college football playoffs and we win the whole darn thing. Does Mm -hmm. Jalen Milrow have stock high enough that he could come out and go to the NFL this year? Because he would be eligible, right? He's a redshirt sophomore.
11: Yes, sir. But I think that uh, the loss at Texas, and even though it was early in in, in his career or this season, I think that hurts him. Uh, and being sat down probably hurts him too.
3: Well, I look at Anthony Richardson, and when I look at the NFL, the way they need quarterbacks and the way they go through quarterbacks, I'm going Anthony Richardson. I didn't see a ton. I know he's big. I know he's physical. So is Jalen Milrow. And I'm not saying, but no doubt, if he has another productive next year, then he could be in the National Football League.
11: Um, yes, sir. So, no, you're 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 correct. One, uh, one. I'd like to make a pivot here real quick. What are your thoughts on us getting actually into
3: the uh, playoffs? I think the. I, in my personal opinion, I think some yes, things sir. need to happen. I think Alabama needs yeah, to I, pull for. Iowa State, we're going to talk to our handicapping uh, professionals coming up in a couple of minutes. I guess a perfect scenario, I'd love to see Texas take an L, okay? I mean, at this point, Iowa State, you're only a a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. Texas has played sloppy at times. Iowa State beats Texas. Thank you very much. Oregon State beats Washington. I'd feel a lot better.
11: Um, Yes, sir. I think my, my personal thoughts is I think the buy out of the committee is far too biased against Alabama. I mean, you look at Oregon's record, Oregon shouldn't even be there. They should be behind us. We should be up to number seven at the very lowest.
3: But what will it take for them to jump over is, is the question. So go Beavers, Oregon yeah. State, uh, please do us all a favor and, uh. Yeah. Not good. We have to wait on everybody else, unfortunately. Yep, and you could be a spoiler. Uh Andy, thanks for giving us a call, man. I always enjoy thank the interaction on Twitter. I hope you have a great uh, show this you. afternoon. And uh appreciate the law enforcement uh, there. Don't work too hard tonight, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Uh, Andy in Georgia, thank you. And I've, I've chatted with him multiple times. And, you know, I guess that is one positive thing about Twitter. I've met some great people on there. Never met Andy in person. Matter of fact, I never talked to him. Just uh, via Twitter. Uh, Exchanging DMs back and forth, back and forth. Paul and Lincoln, we'll get to you coming up in a couple of minutes. T Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Northport Power Equipment if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery operated tools, the Echo outdoor power equipment, Cress outdoor power equipment, the battery operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department do that into the season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's 2 blocks East of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment.
1: Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205 342 9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: All right, it's Nukes Eatery. If you're looking for a great sandwich, if you're thinking about a salad, a California-style pizza, you got the French dip sandwich right now for just a limited time. you got the daily soup specials. little on the mild weather side of things. Uh, we're expected to drop, but it's beautiful outside right now. But daily soup specials, always an option. It is Nukes Eatery. 205 University Boulevard, California-style pizzas, salads, sandwiches, 12-layer cakes, macaroni and cheese, and the daily soup specials. 205 University Boulevard, 205-758-2455. Go see Joel Bromfield, catering also from a group of 5 to 500. Paul, Lincoln, Paul, good afternoon. I hope you're having a great day.
13: Ryan, what a beautiful afternoon over here in East Alabama, surrounded by a bunch of booger eaters. Uh, Welcome aboard, Andy. Uh, uh, Ryan, you added another... Another bummer to the uh, to the call board. Uh, We're well,
3: reeling them uh, on in, reeling them you're, on you're, in.
13: You're reeling them in, uh, Ryan. I'm a I'm a pretty pretty simple man. Okay, um, and I understand there's a lot of hand wringing and gnashing of teeth about whether or not Alabama uh, makes it into the into the college football playoff, but Ryan. I tell you what.
3: I know where you're going. I'm, I know where you're going. Come on.
13: I've always been this way. Ryan, it, it begins and ends with me. And I've said this numerous, multiple times on, on, on your show. It begins and ends with me on how Alabama handles Tennessee and, and Lee County. And, um, it just is Ryan. That's the way I've always been. Uh, and anything beyond that, you know, go to Georgia. Or go to go to Atlanta and beat Georgia, uh, or, or lose to Georgia. Uh, go to the playoff or, or not? That's to me. That's, that's icing on the cake. Now maybe that's a little narrow minded, but I, I've all. It's always started and finished with what we do with Tennessee and Lee County. That's just that's just the way I've always been. So if we if we Go to go to Lee County in, uh, next week and and beat them. Um, do I want to beat Georgia? Absolutely, I want to beat Georgia. Um, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I will still be satisfied.
3: All right, because all right. We I'm going to paint a scenario, and this is not a question. It, it may be a question that we run with for a little bit. All right, beating Georgia, it's not as important as winning a national title. But it's darn close. Right. To be able to put a roadblock in front of them to do something that's never been done in college football history. To, believe, to me, in my mind, and this is a warped frame of mind, and that's okay, maybe it's just a bammer in me. I think Alabama needs to be the first team that does it three in a row.
13: Right, right. Let me tell you something else that's warped, probably, with maybe some of the fan base, it, it, when, when they hear what I have to say. Ryan... I want to beat Lee County a lot worse than I want to beat Kirby.
3: Really, I'm telling
13: you, absolutely, Ryan, absolutely, Ryan. What just the to Lee get, County?
3: Help me understand. Just to stop Hugh Freeze from trying to capture no, no, no. any it's momentum. My,
13: I don't. I don't listen. It's just my hatred of that program. My disdain for that program. I'm telling you, it runs, Ryan. It runs as deep as deep can get. The, the the punt by my punt game turned me totally against Lee County, Brian. And listen, I was only nine years old. But the crap those idiots uh you know and I'm 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 in elementary school. But it, it started there with me. And I've never and I never will let go of that feeling I had with the punt Bama punt game. I'm telling you, it, it rocked my young world. Okay? Auburn had no business winning that game, Ryan. Nobody they crossed the fifty yard line one time. One time in that whole game. And it took two it took a field goal and two block punts return for touchdowns for them to beat Alabama. And I've never I've never forgotten that moment. I've never let go of that moment. And my hatred for Lee County is real. It's real. It's absolutely not. not, Listen, it's not the people. It's the program. Because the program, they think, and I guess the fan base down there is part of it. But they think there's something that they're not. They think they're relevant.
3: I compared them last night on a national show. I compared Auburn to Texas A&M. I said there's some yeah. similarities. Because they'll never be bigger than Texas, but they think higher of themselves than reality. They
13: they they do. They think they a they think they are a charter member of the Blue Blood Foundation.
3: Absolutely yes. I I hear Auburn people telling me all the time, We're blue blood. In what?
13: Yeah, yeah
14: they really
3: racing?
13: Not football. <laughs> no, they well, they they believe it. They believe it, and it just makes me sick that but the, they believe
14: but the, that. But
3: the stats don't back it up. No, 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 no. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's just another. I mean, this that, is a program a, that only did it one time in 88 and 89, winning back-to-back double-digit wins. I'm not saying that defines you. But when you think about Auburn from a national perspective, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Scandals. Yes, Making yes, up the lies that, on coaches to try to get them fired because you didn't like them.
15: That's no, what you're No, no, think exactly.
3: Of. I mean. That, exactly. Just like Neville Ivan Maisel said, Auburn comes yeah, up it, with it, with the it, acronym. Auburn doing Auburn-type things, and he made a little yeah, acronym out of it. It was pretty funny. It's,
13: it's Auburn. It's just Auburn being Auburn. Yeah,
3: just Auburn being Auburn, yeah.
13: That's it. Jabba. Just Auburn being, that's being right, Auburn. That's right. And he Coach Saban has a chance to extend his personal winning streak and Alabama we haven't we haven't had four games four wins in a row against them since the uh since the 70s coach Saban has has gotten three in a row over them uh but not four he has a chance to go to Lee County a week from Saturday and not just beat them but dominate them put his neck on their throat get them and and tell him you're not getting up. I've got you right where I want you, and we're just going to crush you. And he he needs listen, Ryan. I will take a I'll take a win down there any way I can get it. But Coach Saban, for for my mental health, needs to go down there and 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 get this thing over with as early as possible. Yep. great point. Because great you know point. the history down there. You know the history down Don't there. Don't let the them boy, believe it. The they longer have a you chance. let them linger. The longer you let them linger, uh, yep. the more uh, gusto they they get.
3: Hey, and- Paul, I got to get to this break, man. I love your hatred for Auburn, if that's such a thing. Um, it is. It, it reminds is. me when you you remind me how much I should be hating Auburn, and I feel like I've I've been uh, slowing down on that. I will promise to you and everybody else that I'll amp it up between now and the Iron Bowl.
13: Well, I will always wave the flag of hating Auburn on your show, Ryan. So um, don't ever doubt that.
3: Tony selected someone that is uh, going to wear that badge of honor, and you have. Paul, thanks, man. Roll side,
13: Roll Tide, buddy.
3: Right back to you. Meeting the Auburn Tigers. Noah, do you hate the Auburn Tigers? Do you hate the Auburn Tigers, Noah? Oh, with all my heart. You're not going to pick against us, are you? I know you're – in- Oh, I'm definitely going to pick against us. And you know what? Maybe that's why Alabama's been able to turn it around. I didn't do it the one week where we lost. Did you really? Did you really take Alabama against Texas and we and, and we got? I beat? don't think
15: I voted the first week, and so then that was a holdover and it gave us the loss. I mean,
3: I could see it. Football yeah. players sitting around reading Tide109.com, mm-hmm. flagship station yeah. of Alabama football, and they go, "Hold on, the Dead Gum brand manager picks against us every week." Yeah, we we got they got. To, maybe got to you're responsible it. for this turnaround. I and, maybe you're the guy that has flipped the script. I don't want to like, – I mean, we'll put you in the national championship parade right up front in one of those convertibles we will set you up there. We did that to Corky Simpson back in 1992. We can do it to, to Noah, brand manager at Tide 100.9. We, we, I
16: don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal.
3: You are. Thanks, Noah. We'll continue with more, and Simon's over there too. Simon, I want to get your college football – Uh, Playoff projection. I'll see what camp you're in as well. So we'll do that as we move on. We'll do Bruce Marshall coming up next. He's a handicapper. He breaks down college football with us. He tells us his perspective next. T Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
0: When you switch to Boost Mobile, you can get a free Samsung.
3: Part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contract. And fabrication, I beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. Connecting one to Tide
1: 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks in the overcast coming our way now. As we're finishing off today, we continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog forming late, so ease up on your speed as you're heading out and about our low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through. Friday's high 70. Plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I need a urologist, Jennifer On Tide
6: 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
1: WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer.
17: Breaking news in college football is Michigan State football coach Jim Harbaugh will serve his three-game ban after the University and Big Ten Conference resolved their litigation matters. Harbaugh has already served one game of the suspension and will miss future games against Maryland and Ohio State. The school said they continue to cooperate with the NCAA's investigation into the alleged scheme. However, the Big Ten Conference has concluded their investigation and there will be no hearing as Michigan has rescinded their temporary restraining order request. Major League Baseball's owners unanimously approved the relocation of the Oakland A's to Las Vegas. The A's will not play full-time in the city until 2028. Tonight. Week 11 starts in the NFL, Bengals and Ravens, eight fifteen Eastern time. Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson practiced for the second straight day as he tries to return from a hamstring injury. Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans on the practice field today despite a quad issue. On the ice, Ottawa leads the Red Wings 4-2 to in the second period in Sweden.
11: God, I see headlights. I
3: made it down the We're going right back to phone calls coming up here in about 15 minutes. Bama Jam out in Texas. We're going to get to you. We've got uh, Marty in Arkansas, Dawson up in Fayette, and also Joe. We're going to work our way. I assume that's Joe in Dothan. Uh, We'll get to uh, all those phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we're going to go out to Bruce Marshall. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com, thirty three twenty five. Skyland Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Bruce Marshall, I hope you're having an incredible day. Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa.
18: Yeah, good to be here with you, Ryan. Well, I
3: want to pick your brain about a lot of different stuff. Uh, Bruce publishes a lot of um, great content, BAMSports.net, Vegas Insider, CBS Sportsline, CBS Sports HQ, and uh, so many other different outlets there. But, uh, Bruce, we're always thankful for your time. Uh, let me ask you the scenario that we're looking for to get Alabama in. Uh, If Alabama goes on, and because we're now two games, I've asked you this the last couple of weeks, with two weeks left in the regular season plus the championship games, if Alabama wins the SEC title, they beat Auburn, uh, they went out, how confident would you be that Alabama would be part of the four-team playoff?
18: I'd I'd be pretty stunned if they don't get included in the 4 which would suggest to me that the committee members just have something against rewarding Bama again. Uh, even if, you know, Texas is one of the teams they're up against uh, in, in the final calculation. Um, Texas won that game, I know, back in September. I'd like to see what would happen if they played now, but maybe that's sort of an unfair statement by me. But the thing is, Ryan, this stuff changes like every week. It does. And and, and there's going to be some losses. It, for, for Alabama say, just to feel a little bit more comfy, there's two games elsewhere in the country, and you talked, probably talked about it this week on the radio, um, that they really have to watch. One is uh, Washington-Oregon State out in the Pac-12. You give Washington a loss, that knocks another unbeaten team out. And by the way, Oregon State is a slight favorite in that game right now uh, in Corvallis on Saturday. So that's a realistic possibility. The other one is Texas, uh, which really has been hanging on the ropes here. And reminding me of a... Uh, fading stretcher, a fading front runner at Keeneland in the last few weeks because they have been blowing big leads and almost, I mean, like almost a 20-point lead to TCU last week. They did blow a 21-point lead against Kansas State, almost blew another double-digit lead against Houston before that. But Texas-Iowa State is the other one this week, which I think is really a, a, a scary banana peel there, a slippery banana peel for Texas because it's had so much trouble with Iowa State in recent years, and Iowa State's playing much better. Brooks is now out for Texas. Um, Texas is favored by eight, but I still think this is a very risky game. Those are the two games that Bama fans have to be watching this week: cheering for Oregon State, cheering for Iowa State. Those two things happen. I think it pretty so much. So you're saying that Alabama does need help, correct? Well, I said that. It, well, yes, I said it would help. That uh, that that sort of removes barriers. Uh, if 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 they don't get some help there, then we're going to have to... We may end up having to rely on the committee, and I'm not sure what they're doing. If it comes down to one of the Big Ten teams, and uh, let's say Washington and Florida State are all unbeaten, and then you've got some one-loss teams out there, and then Texas is one of them, and Oregon might be one. I don't know what the committee would do in that. I mean, I know what I'd do. I'd put Alabama in there. I can't be sure what would happen to the committee. But if you knock off another unbeaten team like Washington and give Texas its second loss... I think that at least clears those two out of the path there if Bama keeps on winning. So it's better for Bama if those two lose this week. Um, it's not, but I mean, there, there's still games to go even after this week where you got two more weeks to go for these teams or something could happen, but you're also going to have a one loss big 10 team, um, at the end there who will get in that one loss mix too at the State state Michigan. But, uh, Take, you know, all the help you can get right now. That's all you can ask for because we can't predict how the committee is going to react. But I do know it makes it the path clearer for the Crimson Tide if you get Washington and Texas to lose this week, which I think could happen.
3: All right, so I want to go back to this Iowa State game because you, you pointed the number out a couple of minutes ago, seven and a half, eight. Iowa State here is the underdog. But that's a that's a small number when you look at a six and four team going up against a nine and one team. Yeah. Um, Vegas may know something here.
18: Well, recent games here for uh, the Longhorns, Ryan, suggest this thing's going to be close. I mean, we mentioned the TCU game. Uh, we mentioned the K-State game. Uh, we mentioned the Houston game. And this one is on the road again. And, and Houston, TCU, right now, I don't think are as good as Iowa State, which has turned its season around. Um, and it's a Matt Campbell again um uh, figuring out things, here. know, it took a while. They had to throw the freshman quarterback Rocco Beck into the deep end early, because as we know, Hunter Deckers, the returning quarterback, he had to step away from the team because of that sports gaming thing in the uh, in the summer there. So it took a little while, but Iowa State looks like it did when Purdy and Brees Hall were there. Uh, at least it, you know, mostly in the last month, it's the best defense probably in the Big Twelve. And uh, Ryan, they have played Texas really tough last year, three point loss at Austin. They covered the points, but could have won. Deckers fumbled late as they were driving in for the go-ahead score. Before Two years ago, this game was 30-7. to Iowa State uh, not as good a Texas team, but they dominated. And, and Iowa State has beat, beaten them the years before that, too. So this has been Iowa State series for the most part in recent years. So add that all up and I actually think that number looks a little bit higher than it should be. Uh Iowa State's very much going to be in this game on Saturday, which is going to be, I think, the big Fox game on Saturday night.
3: It will be 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock on Fox Sports. So, uh or just the regular network Fox, not actually Fox Sports, so just on the, the big network that would be here. Yep. So Alabama, get that game over against Chattanooga and find a way to watch these games. Another one that we're going to be watching, 630 ABC. You'll have to split the screen. Oregon State, Washington. You've already pointed this out. This also is a line that Oregon State, 8-2, and two, Washington undefeated. Washington's the underdog, minus the 2.5.
18: Yeah, and you know Washington has not had an easy go of it here lately. The defense has been springing some leaks. I mean, Utah's not the most uh, explosive team, and that they were in that game last week, well into the second half at Seattle. Uh, USC the week before, I mean, I was there at the Coliseum. They, SC was moving very freely most of that. It's just because SC's defense was so bad, Washington could outscore them. But even before that, Washington had some struggles. Uh, they were life and death uh, with Stanford and, uh, and Arizona State. So right now they look sort of like Texas. They're sort of on the ropes here, and, and Pennix is certainly right in the mix for the Heisman. But the defense has been a little bit of an issue for them, and uh, we've seen DG, DJU uh, perform pretty well at quarterback for Oregon State. By the way, they are buoyed there in Corvallis, and Pullman, Washington, because they've just been told by the courts that they control the Pac-12 now and going forward, all the decisions to be made. So. There's some other, we'll talk about some other time how important that is for them. So they're feeling a little better about that after being abandoned by all these schools. But um, they can run the ball with Martinez and Fenwick. This defense is one of the best in the Pac-12. And they are favored for a good reason. This has also been a series where Oregon State has played very tough. Washington wasn't that great until last year. I mean, a couple of years before that, they weren't. Oregon State has been very competitive in this series lately. So uh, that's just, I, I mean... Considering, you know, the point spreads here, maybe there's a better chance Oregon State knocks off Washington. I mean, they're favored than Iowa State. But both of them important, I think, to help clear the way a bit for Bama to be in the final four if it keeps winning.
3: And speaking of help, we need Georgia to be at that number one spot. They were able to leapfrog over Ohio State. They play Tennessee this weekend up in Knoxville, Georgia minus the 10.
18: Yeah, um, Bowers has come back. Georgia looks uh, pretty ready here to defend the championship. I mean, it's been a little bit of a bumpy ride, but we've seen Georgia get pick up some momentum like they seem to do last year. Uh, and Carson Beck's got you know almost a full season under his belt right now. The defense—I don't know if the defensive front is quite as dominant as last year or the year before, but it's certainly good enough and uh but tennessee i got some real questions here about tennessee now they do get this game at home i mean most of their really bad efforts have come and they've had a few of those have come on the road this year second half of the bama game was not good the florida game the whole thing was bad and last week was embarrassing against mizzou this is not the same team it was last year and i think by this point well, we've been talking about that since you know early in the season it wasn't the same as the hooker offense last year but they are at home, so maybe they can put up a fight. The last two years, though, these games haven't been close. And I think they were better Tennessee teams, at least last year, a better Tennessee team. And two years ago, eh, you know, pretty close. But uh, they thought they had a shot at Georgia two years ago in Knoxville right about this time, and they did not. So I think recent series history, questions about Tennessee and just Georgia's momentum here point to the Bulldogs for me, so I would lay the points of Georgia up at uh, at the Neyland Stadium on Saturday.
3: Bruce, as a guy that does power ratings and you go through your numbers and you look at different teams, I've often thought not that they would ever do it because college football, but they're embracing more betting. Betting is now legal in a lot of different states. and. You know, I think one of these days we'll probably have it in a college stadium where there'll be kiosks where you can just walk up and place your bet because there's too much money to be made there. When you look at these athletic directors that, you know, you got a Arizona that's losing $230 million and they're down and negative and all these different things. I almost think that the committee would be smart to get people because Bruce Marshall, you're biased toward one thing, winning, winning. You want to win. You want to win for your clients. You want to win for the advice that you give. To me, you guys are less biased than the people on that committee.
18: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I've always thought that, uh, Ryan, and uh, some of us in Vegas have thought you know they should consult us, you know, the guys who uh, kind of help make the lines and, and, and do this stuff. So I, I totally agree with that. But I think you know I'm not pulling my breath for that to happen any time. No, soon. I'm not either. But yeah, but but what I think you you will see though is a little bit more of an embrace, and by. The, the colleges and the conferences with these sports books. Listen, I've been a long time was involved over, you know, with uh, working in England too with the, the sports books over there and the way the teams and the league and teams in particular uh, went about their uh, arrangements with the sports books. And I know the NFL has started, has done that. Now they've got some betting partners and things. It is just a matter of time before the colleges do that. And you get something and if down the road, you know, old Miss bet, alabama bet something like that i mean it's coming uh where the the schools themselves will have a proprietary interest or it might be something the way espn sort of got this as a, as a marketing agreement uh right now uh with with espn bet which is just, just starting to ramp up now so i i don't think we're that far away from seeing schools starting to do that themselves and all they're doing it would be just a marketing thing and they're sort of taking a piece of the overall action but you like you said you. You got these big deficits you're looking at, and they're going to have to come up with some creative ways to cut that. That you can't. Everybody can't be Texas A&M and just asking the boosters to fund everything like that. They need some other ways to generate some revenue, and this is one way to do it. So, uh, keep an eye on that for the next couple of years.
3: Bruce, uh, I might even ask you, and this may be too far ahead, but let's say Alabama and Oregon was playing on a neutral field. Who would be the favorite?
18: Um. I would probably make Alabama two. I'm thinking though that's probably a pick or Oregon one from the oddsmakers. makers. I might have Bama rated a tiny bit ahead. Uh Oregon will be favored if they play if they have a Pac-12 title game rematch which they probably will against Washington. They'll be favored in that game. So Oregon is pretty well regarded. Um everybody on a neutral field right now, I think Michigan probably has the the highest power rating right now. And it's close for me because I've got, you know, they're right there. Even if they play Georgia, they might put Michigan a favorite. I might put Georgia a slight favorite. The oddsmakers might put Michigan. They seem to like Michigan more. But uh Oregon, they seem to like a lot too. So I'm thinking they probably have Oregon a really slight favorite. Although my line on that is like Alabama two and a half or three. So we'll see.
3: You got all the resources when you look at Texas A&M. You got the money, you got the stadium, you've got the fan base, a uh, little bit weird, a little bit kind of like a cult or whatever out there. They do some things that most people don't. Uh, at the end of the day, can Ross Pajoric, can he go out and land a big time coach? If he goes fishing in the deep end of the pool, can he get one?
18: Well, the right coach, and I—the uh, track record is not great at A&M, and you got to take—they got to step back there in College Station. First of all, them rich people think they can buy anything, and you know the way they go—a championship. Why is they, there they, horse racing, they, they, they yeah.
3: thought they could buy a championship, and it really didn't pay off for them.
18: And not yet. And it's like kind of like horse racing. You got all these uh, owners from the Middle East coming in there with their oil money. They think they'll win the Kentucky Derby. Spend money. It doesn't work that easy. A&M does not have as much history as it likes to to say. Um, but, National championship, what nineteen thirty nine when Dana Bible was there at the very start when they were doing polls and things. So there, there ain't not a lot of history there. Also, we had mentioned this before on the air. I think Brian, if I didn't mention it to you in Nashville in July, but the Jimbo hire always reminded me of the Jackie Sherrill hire. Really, I mean uh, bells and whistles galore, all that money. And actually, you know, Jimbo was out a little bit before Jackie was out, but very similar. But they've done this a few times, and it with Franchoni, with someone, uh, Cheryl before that, and uh, Jimbo. Uh, they have gone, you know, for the splash, the hype, and they've made the wrong pick. The best hire they have made there, well, the two best, in the last 50-plus years, or really since Bear Bryant left there after 57, was Everett Ballard. He came in from Texas. Uh, where he was Dale Royal's offensive coach and brought the wishbone with him to college station. So that propped up AM in the seventies. But the best hire they made was RC Slocum. And that was probably the most under the radar hire they made. Now they had to promote they promoted him after Jackie was, you know, left, pushed out, whatever it was after eighty eight. But that's the sort of guy they should hire. And that's been exactly what they've not been looking at in recent years. They've been going for the the flash, you know Jimbo Sumlin with the decorated records you need a solid coach fundamentally, kind of knows the region, and can just coach. And the Slocum example is what they ought to do. The most Slocum-like guy out there, I think, is Mike Elko. Um, now, he's got a couple years as a head coach at Duke. He had been at A&M before that, so he knows what he's getting into if they bring him back down there. He reminds me a lot of Slocum, defensive chops. Are very good, but he's smart enough to know how to put guys in charge offensively. And by the way, if Riley Leonard doesn't get hurt, Duke might be sitting about nine and one right now this year. Elko's a home run. Maybe Jeff Trailer at UTSA, although something he seems like he likes staying at San Antonio, so we'll see. But Elko would be the guy. That's the sort of guy they got to hire there. Fire, find the most R.C. Slocum sort of guy. Don't go out and look. You know, you know Dion and some of these others. You know, they shouldn't be doing that. Just find the most solid coach who's got regional ties there and let them go to work they did with Slocum. Now, if they can pull DeBoer, killing DeBoer from Washington, that might be good. I think DeBoer is a home runner. and they probably will try. And I, that would be – anybody gets him, that would be a great move. But if they can't, uh, go for a guy like Elko. Go for the guy who most reminds of R.C. Slocum. That's the sort of guy who works at ANM. and m uh, But I'm not sure they're uh, – I mean, they haven't been following that advice the last few times, that's for sure.
3: Bruce Parson, Jim Harbaugh accepts the suspension. He will not coach uh, in the Maryland game or the Ohio State game. It didn't really impact Penn State this past weekend. I doubt it will impact the Maryland game, but uh, it could impact the Ohio State game that's in Ann Arbor. Uh, you see it any different?
18: I don't. I think they'll probably be okay. Although I have a sneaky suspicion okay. this might be a tough this might be a tough game this week with Maryland. Um, which has been kind of disappointing here the last month, and that's been sort of what Maryland's done the last couple of years. But you look back last year. I mean, uh, Michigan's had very few uh, uh, close games of the Big Ten in the last couple of years. That was one, and that was in Ann Arbor last year. Maryland was playing with them last year. So this one, they better not overlook this one. I know they've been rolling over everybody, but this one might actually be more – tricky for them than Penn State just because of the matchups and Maryland's got more explosiveness on offense they don't have Penn State's defense but um, with Tua's brother and some of the weapons they have they might be able to cause some problems so watch out for this one but I think Michigan probably wins maybe they don't cover this week but I you know we saw them very efficient last week man they 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 did that was a very shrewd game plan last week they decided we could win this game without throwing the ball in the second half and they didn't throw at all that's kind of nervy, but, I mean, it shows they, they sort of have a grip on what they can and can't do, and I think they have turned the tables on Ohio State. Now we got next week to worry about that game. Uh, and But I think I expect Michigan to keep winning here. Uh might not be that easy this week, uh, or maybe not even against Ohio State, but I think they'll keep winning, Harbaugh or not.
3: Hey, Bruce, uh, promote everything that you're involved in. Uh, go through that. I know I did at the start of the interview, but, uh, Phil, take as much time as you need.
18: Thank you, Ryan. Check us out, VegasInsider.com. All my picks up there, and that's football. We got an NFL tonight. Got a college game tonight. By the way, I like BC tonight. Why is Pittsburgh favored over anybody, well I don't know. Take BC tonight. A uh, little bonus pick for tonight. There and you uh, you know, there you go. You got NFL tonight. So, so
3: take, take take Boston College, or do you say take Pittsburgh?
18: Boston College, take Boston I, College, okay, and I I, 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 haven't even, I don't even
3: know the line, so I got to look that up.
18: Yeah, it's two and a half, three point dog. I wouldn't touch Pitt with a ten foot pole right now. So BC there, and maybe even the Bengals tonight. So got got those two. We got college hoops. We got NBA, NHL, Vegas Insider dot com, and also you can read my stuff at uh, CBS Sportsline Sportsline dot com and CBS Sports HQ. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I come on there kind of randomly. They give me a call the day before, and they say, "Okay, come on on." So I'm not sure when I'm up there, but. You keep watching long enough, CBS Sports HQ, I will pop up again.
3: Bruce Marshall, have a great rest of your afternoon. Thank you again for being a part of our show. Okay,
18: Ryan, my pleasure.
3: Right back to you. That's Bruce Marshall always helping us out. Greatly appreciate him. We'll continue with more of the game. Bama Jam, first up on the other side, T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama, Crimson Tide
0: Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
4: Tuscaloosa Thread reminding Alabamians about secondary severe weather season. Early next week we do have the potential for isolated tornadoes. For the full forecast and details, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And a Northport woman was killed after a multi-vehicle crash in Tuscaloosa County Wednesday morning. And the investigation continues with troopers with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's Highway Patrol Division. And for the Crimson Tide basketball schedule, be sure to tap our free app
0: the latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Bama Sports Updates. Oh my God. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flour, Delta 8 products in West Alabama plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonya. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We do have some heavy traffic on Lurleen northbound downtown and on McFarland around Midtown. Lurleen heavy through Northport and McFarland also heavy. This is westbound from Rice Mine over to 69. Now if you see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Close,
1: intercepted, Alabama! Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide hit on the Chattanooga Mocs. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRaceCourse.com. You can be a winner too.
3: Marketing your business. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory. TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland
1: Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks in the overcast coming our way now as we're finishing off today. We continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog-forming late, so ease up on your seat as you're heading out and about our low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through Friday's high 70. Plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I'm meteorologist Shattaford Aramore on Tide
6: 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
1: Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Coming right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa, tied at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. is going to Bama Jam out in Texas. Bama Jam, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well.
19: Hey, Ryan, how's it going, man? Oh, good,
3: good. I hope you are too. I can imagine I- what it's like out in. Because for those who don't know, uh, he's not too far away from College Station.
19: Yep. I told you it was going to happen, didn't You did. I? You did. You did. Yes, you did. Yep. They got rid of him. And, uh,
3: All right, so walk me back to Sunday morning because Bama Jam has been calling us for a long time. Uh, His wife is a Texas A&M alum, and sometimes he has to sleep on the couch because he (laughs) talks too much smack about the tide uh, and kind of rubs it in. He says he's he's a polite rub-in, but it it does from time to time work over to smack talk. Um, Yeah. Give me Sunday morning at the Bama Jam house.
19: Well, actually, I was on a hunting trip with my daughter and uh that morning we were in the blind and my wife texted me that Jimbo was uh rumored to be on the outs and then before I you know on my trip back home she texted me and told me that it was it was uh, confirmed that he was fired and I thought to myself why would you fire him after a 51 to 10 was it 51 to 10 against uh, Mississippi State so I didn't really understand that and then I started listening to the radio shows here and, and reading a lot of articles and stuff like that and Basically, pretty much when we kicked their butt, it was the riding was pretty much on the wall. And uh, then they went and lost to uh, Tennessee, and, and the riding got a little clearer. And then they lost to Ole Miss, which was just pretty much a done deal after that. Because it was really about they haven't ever been able to win on the road. And just, they, you know, they, they had a – at the Aggie, uh, the Giggle website or something like that, they were always tracking – okay, here was uh, Kevin Sumlin's record, here's Jimbo's record, and they were comparing the records, and Jimbo's record was actually worse than Kevin
3: Sumlin. I saw it, yeah.
19: So, I mean, they've been, you know, this year I I just knew that, I mean, the way the people were feeling about him, I just knew if he didn't do well, he was gone. So, But they got rid of his butt, too. And, you know, here's something that I was listening to is talking about uh, your buddy uh, out here. What's his name?
3: Billy or Olin? Or no, David,
19: uh, David, uh, Billy, Billy, what's his last name? Uh, Billy Lucci. Yeah, that's him. He was he does the radio show the in story. the morning. Yeah. With and, uh, radio. I was listening to him and he, here's his there. Here's their take on it. We can we can pay the buyout because we've got the money to pay the buyout. And everybody else is just jealous because they don't have the money to do it.
3: <laughs> oh, so they're using that.
19: They're basically that's saying, that hey, look, that we've, we've been got talking the about b- Bama Jam. They're, they're they're basically saying, hey, we've got the money to spend and we're going to spend it. And they're not afraid to throw something like that back out at whoever else they get. They've got the money and there's no doubt. So, you know, I've, I've listened to your show this week and, of course, I haven't had a chance to, to call in. But one of the things that you said and I want to to say that I disagree with is that I do believe that they will get a national championship at Texas A&M. I just don't think there's any way you can not do it. If you get the right coach in that system, they've got a hundred. I think their stadium is bigger than Tennessee's. I think they're probably in the top maybe two. Maybe Michigan's bigger, but they're way up. They're almost 110,000. They're bigger than Alabama Stadium. And, you, and it's a very loud stadium, too. It's right on top of. You. It's kind of like uh, the LSU stadium, but they've got the facilities. Yeah, but not history, the history proves that. Well, but history, history doesn't prove it always. You've always got that outlier out there. But see, look at it like this: right? you've got the money, you've got the facilities, you've got the fan support, and the local. Community. But we heard the well, same
3: talk before they went and got Jimbo Fisher.
19: Well, but they All get they the right need is a national
3: championship caliber coach. That's all we, they need. And then we heard it about the NIL. They went out and signed the best recruiting class in the history of college football.
19: Well, oh, that's true. I agree with everything you're saying there. But I, one thing I disagree with, they never should have hired Jimbo in the first place. He was on the outs with Florida State. If they hadn't hired him, Florida State was getting ready to fire him. Do you, do you agree with
3: that? There, there's, some, there's some valid point. I mean, he was not... On, you know the because they've been through some scandals. By the way, Jamison Winston will retire his jersey at Florida State this weekend, and um, that's not good for. Are they going
19: cra- to give him some crab legs? Well, I track? would hope
3: they would celebrate with crab legs, but um, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean for for that lady that was sexually assaulted. Um, I'm I'm sure she feels really
19: No, I'm yeah, really. She's totally disrespected, isn't she?
3: Absolutely. And that's a that was a student at Florida State and and my understanding is they they put her through hell uh shame on that, them. Um you know, that was the only time that anyway, I that the, I said that I would pull for Auburn over Florida State. And that's where that that War Eagle thing that's in the system that people play from time to time. Only yeah. time I've ever pulled for Auburn. Uh, is when they played Florida State in 2013. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I, I was pulling. I was pulling, I pulling didn't want to see first. them reward bad behavior and, and total no. disrespect. This was back in
19: no. uh, 2013. Well, see, he brought that culture to a And M. And see, you can't change the strike. Really? Tiger. Well, you think about it. I mean,
3: I mean, I know they've had some arrests, but I mean, most colleges do have. From time to time. Uh,
19: well, so no, that culture I, I would, is really no, a Texas I take that Texas. I take that back. He didn't okay. bring that culture, but it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's just like he never had the locker room. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like if somebody's sitting across from you and telling you, hey, you know, this, this and that. And you're looking at them and you know they're lying to you or you know they're not really telling you the truth. Do you really trust them? Do you really give them your heart? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I don't know. I just don't think they ever they he ever clicked with the players. I don't think he really ever clicked with them. You know, someone didn't click with them either because he made a lot of promises that he didn't keep. Like when uh, uh, Kyler Murray came, and he had he had lost two five-star quarterbacks that one year, and so there was a lot of locker room problems with him too. But if you get the right coach, if you get the right coach there, they will be a force to be reckoned with. Now I'm not saying they're going to beat us, but they'll beat everybody else. They'll beat Texas, and that's why they got rid of him because yeah. they didn't want to go – because Texas is coming back. It's been what – so they went to the SEC in 2012, so they haven't played Texas in, what, 10 years?
3: Well, that one's coming back, but
19: – Yeah, so next year is the first year they're playing them, and they're coming to Kyle Field, so it's like, you know, what better time to get rid of Jimbo than now if you're going to move – you know, why wait another season? The guy hasn't proven anything.
3: Got it. All right, Bama Jam. Roll wait, 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 wait. Yeah. One,
19: one – thing I want to say something different to that. If Alabama wins out, there is no way under Earth's sun that they do not get in the playoffs. I hear, I hear you talking, and everybody's worried. Oh, if Alabama wins out, they they're going to make it, guys. Come on! I mean, if you beat number one Georgia, and you look at the resume that we've had, there is no way on God's green earth that they are not going to be in the playoffs.
3: You still there? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm listening to you. Um, I don't see it as clear-cut as you do. But, uh, I mean... Well, I, how,
19: well, okay, but you look I at mean, the very simple.
3: Schedule. it's very I don't care about strength of schedule. If you've got these teams... Florida State, I mean, we can do it simple. Florida State undefeated, they're in. That's one spot.
19: Well, I, I agree.
3: If one of the Big Ten teams goes undefeated, Ohio State or Michigan, they're in.
19: Okay. There's two, two spots.
3: If Washington remains undefeated... And they win the Pac-12, they're in.
19: There's three, Texas. So we so we take spot four.
3: Well, Texas, well,
19: you, yeah, you'll go Texas yeah. to the curb. I mean, Texas yep. wins I out. I think so. I think so. Would you would because They beat, we lost to them in the beginning of the season. Look how many how many times Texas has came close. Do to I think beat. all those
3: things will happen? Probably not. But I think if you look at Texas, if they if they remain undefeated. If they if they beat Iowa State on they've the road, they've almost got beat the last
19: three weeks in a row. So if I mean,
3: it's not like we're playing to perfection here, Bama Jam.
19: No, I'm not saying we are. But if you we knock off the better. if you knock off the number one team who hasn't lost a game in the what the last two years? Okay, when's the last time uh, Georgia lost? It was to us in the SEC championship game. They haven't lost since then. So you go in there and you take care of business and you handle them. There is no way, Ryan, that they are not going to put Alabama in. They will find a way to put us in. Now Georgia's going to be out. I don't think Georgia makes it. And maybe I don't what think,
3: it is is I've just listened to too many of these teleconferences after the rankings. Uh the, yeah, the tone you go, you go, you of go, the go the delivery. to
19: the BCS rankings, the strength of schedule, and all of that stuff. You w- if Alabama just takes care of business, they're right.
3: in. I, I got to get to break right here. I, but I'll, I'll buy you
19: dinner. steak dinner if they don't. How about that? <laughs> hey,
3: I'm I'm I won't have to eat for a year because everybody. I just say I've got doubts. And, and maybe it's just my lack of trust uh, when you look at this committee. But, hey, either way, uh, we'll see. and Jam, appreciate you, man. Roll Tide. Okay, buddy. Bye. Uh, we'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, 1230. WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. St. Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health & Dental, 401K, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the and Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We do have some heavy traffic on Lurleen northbound downtown and on McFarland around midtown. Lurleen heavy through Northport and McFarland also heavy. This is westbound from Rice Mine over to 69. Now if you see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. With Black Friday savings all. It's the
1: longest running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9.
3: Back into the game, let's go back to a quick uh, Nick Saban audio clip. This is from Nick Saban talking about Malachi Moore. Do you think about who's changed that defense side of the football? He's been a big part of it, and he's worked his way into a big role from a leadership perspective. Nick Saban had some great praise for Malachi Moore uh, last night following practice.
2: has yeah, always been a guy that we have a lot of confidence in. Uh, we always had a lot of trust that uh, he's a smart player play multiple positions uh every time that he's had the play he's played extremely well and um you know last year he played mostly in dime you know when we played dime uh this year he's playing all the time safety and star but you know i've, I've never ever considered malachi in his entire career since he's been here as a freshman uh, as not being a starter and uh, a very good one that we could trust and rely on to go out and do a really good job for us, and he's never disappointed us.
3: There it is. Malachi Moore has been a big part of that defense side of the football. I know I saluted T-Rob uh, throughout the week and even did some last week. When you look at that secondary, uh replacing so many pieces, wow, what a job he's been able to do. And you talk about holding on to quarterbacks a couple of minutes ago with Andy over in Atlanta, but uh you back up and you think about coaches. you got to be able to hold on to this coaching staff a little bit disappointed earlier this week when the Brawls Assistant Coach of the Year award came out. I thought Kevin Steele should have been on that list. Tommy Reese was on that list. I think Tommy Reese has had a great month of, you know, partial of October. And, you know, the last 30 days of the season has been pretty solid for him. But I think Kevin Steele, from start to where we are now, I don't think we would be in that spot without Kevin Steele. And I know it's it's very hard to select who's going to be that guy. But Frank Brawls, Assistant Coach of the Year, uh just a finalist list and a list of coaches they're watching. Tommy Reese was on that list. Kevin Steele was not. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health & Dental, 401K, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We do have some heavy traffic on Lurleen northbound downtown and on McFarland around midtown. Lurleen heavy through Northport and McFarland also heavy. This is westbound from Rice Mine over to 69. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. 2468, up to 10000 dollars in instant savings on New Nissan's at Towns Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks in the overcast coming our way now. As we're finishing off today, we continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog forming late, so ease up on your seat as you're heading out and about to our low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through. Friday's high seventy, plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Ramore. on Tide one hundred point nine.
6: It's seventy-seven
1: degrees in Tuscaloosa. For more from Tide one hundred point nine, <laughs> let's it fly. And it. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud.
3: The game here in Tuscaloosa tied at 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Let's continue with more phone calls and we go to Marty, Arkansas. Marty, good afternoon. I think I skipped over Dawson. I'll get to Dawson coming up in a second. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Marty. Uh, No, 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 Marty. All right. Uh, How about Dawson? Dawson, you're always there. Good afternoon, Marty. Uh, Good afternoon, Dawson. You're in the game. Okay. Hey,
20: Dawson. And um, but I'm with you. What so, do you mean? You're still you're still doubting Alabama?
3: Is that it? No, I don't doubt Alabama. I doubt the committee.
20: All no, right. This is not about the committee. You're doubting everything that surrounds this this entire selection. It's not just the committee. You doubt everybody that comes on. You just had an expert today. Outside of Tuscaloosa. And what did he say? He said that he would put Alabama in. Now, that's not some biased Tuscaloosa guy. And I'm going to tell you something else. There's a lot of other people outside of Alabama that are saying the same thing. But it's not being said in Alabama. It's not being said in Tuscaloosa. Our scenario is we're scared to death that we're not going to get in. And trying to create some kind of a path that we can't get in. But the problem for anyone that wants to keep them out is that for the past five weeks they have been building the best resume in college football, and uh, that's something you overlooked the whole the entire time. You don't even think strength of schedule is, is a is a, an issue. You don't think the strength of record is an issue. You don't think they're going to look at that, and um, and then the selection committee has their top awesome, four I'm, and I'm five.
3: Blue in the face Talking about it, Florida's well, I'm not. T- I'm not through talking about well, but, it. I'm not through with but, but it, but because you you can't get it through your head. If Florida State, oh, remains, I have it in my eyes. You're no, the you one don't. that can't get it in your head. No, you don't. You you are. You're just not saying it. You, we need help.
20: That's we the don't. World. The guy told you why to go. Your expert told you why to go. We didn't necessarily have to have help, but you don't believe that. No, I don't. Well, the thing is, I do. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not Look, I know you think that I'm just some no, stupid no, guy I don't up here think that but but I don't know anything and I haven't Alabama been around college before. football you for seventy six years.
3: You got so much Bama and you you can't
20: see. I do anything. have Bama in me and then I'm gonna pick Bama every time. It's a really smart thing too because we've won about eighty percent of our games in history. We have, we have, roll time. So why would I be a fool if I pick Alabama every time? And I'm going to go a step further. You're
3: not a fool.
20: It's just saying. I'm going to go a step further. That these teams c- we're going to create. Loss. We're going to create our own place. We don't need the committee to put us there. Georgia is the number one team in the country. And it just so happens we get to play them. And not only are they the number one team, they are the committee's number one team. And I don't care who else is in that top four. They will not have that resume <clears throat> because they will, they'll be the, resume, the part of the resume that lost the game. So Alabama will create their own place. Now Michigan's got to lose one or Ohio State won. And they're not going to put both of the big king in there, and they're certainly not going to put two SECs. They're not going to put two anybody unless there is, unless the whole sky falls. And there's been some crazy things that have gone on. But you're not going to keep Alabama out of there if they're the Southeastern Conference champion, which the Southeastern Conference champion has never been left out, ever.
3: Do and it then again. I'll only... I'll do it again. Not only... I'll do it again. Not only... Dawson, do what? Florida State, undefeated. You think they're going to leave them out? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Washington, doesn't undefeated. Doesn't matter. Why,
20: why does that matter? Why does Florida because State matter? Because they're undefeated.
3: They're ahead of Alabama. It doesn't We're matter. currently number eight in the college
7: football playoffs. It doesn't playoffs. matter, Ryan. No, it, it doesn't does matter. matter. It does matter.
20: It does matter.
3: How about Texas? Case, How about Texas? You,
20: it doesn't matter. The guy told you... Listen, I've had more than one person that has said... I'm talking about national, outside of Tuscaloosa. That has said that if Alabama is a Southeastern Conference champion, then they don't have to worry about anything but just taking their position. Now, you—I know you just keep on. I don't know. I don't even understand it. But can you not understand that if we beat the number one team in the country and we're the Southeastern Conference champion, that's the best resume in college football? I don't care who else, what, what they undefeated, one lost, whatever. They don't have the best resume in the country. And they didn't beat the committee's number one team. You, do you not see the value
3: of that? I think John Conley can describe this better than I can, Dawson. Oh, brother. No, oh, yeah, okay. no. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is John oh, yeah. Conley right here. This is, I used to, this used to be Dawson's walk-up music. I don't know. Here we go, Dawson. Here it is, right here. Here we go. I know. This is your this is your song. This is this is the theme song for Dawson right here. Here we go. Rose colored glasses. Listen to it. John Conley, right here.
20: Oh yeah, John Conley is one of the best. Here we go. Here we go.
1: Here we go. Here we go. Right here.
21: Crimson
20: colored <laughs> glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Thank you Simon. These rose colored the glasses, these rose colored glasses has substance behind them. That's
3: me. right. They've been kicking butt and taking names for a long time. The
20: Southeastern Conference champion and. Uh, beating the number one team in the country, and you think we're going to be sitting at home? No way! You're collecting up those steaks. I mean, you've got why is it a hamburger on it? Uh, <laughs> we got a hamburger right from from Ale House or whatever.
3: Uh, well, Didn't we no, do that yesterday. No, but we're even, are we? Are we? We back? On well, the... no, we started something. new. okay? Okay, yeah, yeah We I'm...
20: started you now because you still don't believe. You haven't learned your lesson yet. I know it. <laughs> I... Hey, Ryan. Roll tight. Just hang in there. Rolls, Everything's going to be okay.
3: Colored glasses, Dawson. Thank you. Roll tight. I used to bring him in, Simon, back when Coach Fran was here and Mike Shula was here. We were winning, you know, five, six, seven, eight football games. I'd play him right there. He'd come on and he'd tell me, listen, listen. We're the best six-loss team in a country. We're the best if you just give us a chance to play for the national title. I mean, we'd win seven football games. We'd be seven and five if they'll just give us a chance. Dawson has been consistent for many, many years. He is. Those those colored glasses, they're that thick. John Conley, thank you. Simon, thank you. We'll continue with more of the game. Brad Powers next. T-Town Tide 100.9. The home of Alabama. Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We do have some heavy traffic on Lurleen northbound downtown and on McFarland around midtown. Lurleen heavy through Northport and McFarland also heavy. This is westbound from Rice Mine over to 69. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Two, four, six, eight, up to ten thousand dollars in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Finding great candidates to hire can be like
1: WTBC Tuscaloosa and W two six five CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square Media station, Tide one hundred point nine, and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles here's Dan
17: Byer. Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh has expected his three-game suspension. After the school and Big Ten resolved their litigation matters, Michigan will no longer seek a temporary restraining order on the ban, and the Big Ten has agreed to conclude their investigation into the sign-stealing allegations. As part of the agreement, the Big Ten also says that they found Harbaugh had no knowledge of the sign-stealing allegations. Harbaugh was already, has already served game one of that suspension. Games two and three coming up this weekend against Maryland, and the next week against ...against Ohio State. Oregon and Washington State have re-engaged with Mountain West Conference officials over a two-year football scheduling alliance, while Major League Baseball's owners unanimously approved the relocation of the A's to Las Vegas. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is going to Atlanta in 2025. The league stripped Atlanta of the game in 2021. Bengals and Ravens 8-15 Eastern Time tonight to start Week 11 in the NFL.
3: playoff argument on the side. I know a lot of people want to chime in, and that's okay. We, we, we're we definitely going to get to you. I promise you. The phone line's completely jammed up. We have no lines available. We'll ask Brad Powers to participate. Joe and Marty, we're going to get to you coming up in a couple of minutes. Chris, Alf, uh, we'll get to you guys as well. Brad Powers, a professional handicapper, is going to join us here in about 15 seconds. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com 3325 scotland Boulevard and online at tuscaloosa.toyota.com. The most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years can currently be found at either tuscaloosa.toyota.com or also by visiting the dealership on scotland Boulevard, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Right now, let's go to Brad Powers, a professional handicapper, Brad Powers Brad Powers 7 on the Twitter account. Brad, I hope you're having a great afternoon. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, thanks for having me as always. Uh, Brad, uh, let's go into a couple different things. And and this may, this theme of this may be we need help in Tuscaloosa because we do. Um, Or at least I think we do. Uh, Oregon State, Washington is a a game that we're all closing in on. Um, How much of a chance do you give Oregon of just winning the game outright? Oregon State, I'm sorry. Oregon
9: State, uh, of winning the game? Uh, Yeah, it's 60% probably. Really? uh, Okay. Okay. Well I mean they're favored for a reason uh so I mean <laughs> we don't do that for for giggles here uh, in Vegas, so uh they're legitimately you know the close as far as the power rating you give them the home field I mean speaking of home field, I mean they've won and covered 16 of their last 17 home games, 16 and one against the spread, last 17 home games so uh but research Stadium is a tough place to play Washington's fraudulent I mean we're talking six straight wins by 10 points or less. Uh, Oregon State matches up uh, pretty well, at least uh, with their offense and what they want to do. Beavers, I think, win this
22: game.
3: Okay. Well, that would help Alabama when you look at it. Uh, And a lot of Oregon State fans, that would be a pathway. Another game that we're kind of focusing in on, and Oregon State could help Alabama the next couple of weeks, right? You could beat Oregon the following week in the, I guess on a Friday afternoon, the Civil War game between Oregon and Oregon State uh, when you look there. So Oregon State could become a a fan favorite, a local favorite here in Tuscaloosa, Texas goes to Ames. Iowa to take on Iowa state. Uh, they'll go. There's a seven and a half, eight point favorite uh, thoughts on that game.
9: I think Iowa State's the right side. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, with the point spread being, you know, <laughs> instead of being a favorite, uh, I mean, there's a reason why they're a touchdown plus underdog in this one. So, I mean, I'll take the hook on Iowa state plus the seven and a half, but I still think Texas finds a way to get, get the win. But, uh, yeah, I that that one's a tricky game for Texas. Keep in mind that this is a team that hasn't been overwhelming here as of late. The last couple of weeks against Kansas State and TCU they are barely sneaking by. And this Iowa State team has been much better than expected, or at least uh, once the gambling stuff broke uh, on their program. A lot of people like myself thought, oof, this might be a tough year for Matt Campbell. He's rallied the troops and got him the ball eligibility.
3: When you look at uh, around college football, certainly a lot of things grab our attention. Also, Georgia needs to continue to be uh, that number one team. They go th- to Knoxville this weekend. They'll go there as a 10-point favorite, uh, Georgia-Tennessee.
9: Yeah, not with strong confidence, but uh, I think a lot of people would be surprised. I, I, I'd lean with Tennessee, especially But there's a few 10 and a halfs out there, including, you know, DraftKings, pretty popular. You can bet, bet Tennessee ten and a half there. Well, what's the reasoning behind it? Well, I mean... I I am built not to overreact to what you just saw, and if you just saw, if you just you know woke up from a coma and watched these two teams play last week and say Georgia by fifty, but uh, the reality is you know that that was Tennessee's worst performance of the season, that was Georgia's best, and this is a game you could bet. I mean, starting in the spring, all summer long, all year long, and multiple sports books, and it always traded Georgia's seven to nine point favorite, and now all of a sudden after one week that now we're sitting here at ten and ten and a half in some spots, so. I think it's a buy low, sell high spot. Well, let's go ahead and lean Tennessee. Uh, not strong, confident play. Not play of the week material, but, but, but a bet that I would be willing to make.
3: Michigan and Maryland. Uh, Michigan minus the nineteen in College Park, Maryland uh, against the Terps.
9: Yeah, I'm going to combine that one with the the Ohio State Minnesota game, and we'll call the market reactor this relatively early in the week on Monday when guys like myself are betting. We saw both underdogs big underdogs and big 10 play take action where maryland was getting 21 uh in some spots minnesota was getting as high as 28 and a half in some spots both underdogs uh, came into play there and just the the thought process there is i mean we got big favorites michigan and ohio state we got a big game on deck i mean what is the anytime you have a big favorite you always got to ask yourself what is the motivation for margin I do. Guys like myself question that this week. I mean, it's pretty much get get out, do what you got to do to win the game, stay healthy for next week's game. We don't anticipate much margin, so lean Maryland, and I prefer. I really like Minnesota too against Ohio State.
3: When you look at the SEC, you judge college football from a national perspective. The SEC saves this non-conference week. A lot of their teams are playing. Uh, a lot smaller schools. You got Alabama playing Chattanooga. There's no line for that, even though we'll try to find one for our parlay pick contest tomorrow. Uh, you have got ULM and Ole Miss. You got Southern Miss, Mississippi State, Abilene Christian, Texas A&M, New Mexico State, Auburn, uh, Florida International, Arkansas, Georgia State, LSU. How much does this hurt the SEC's image that this is where it's at? The crunch time of college football, and they got this built-in non-conference schedule here. The final couple of weeks of, of the regular season.
9: Uh, yeah, I mean, for your regular, uh, standard media, I I guess you can, the narrative, I guess could be negative. I kind of like it because I I can get, you know, different ways to handicap and bet games, to be honest with you. You No, again, what's the motivation for margin? Some teams might have it. Uh, Other teams might not get unique matchups. I like non-conference matchups because it's a little bit of a different type of handicap. So, I mean, my, from my background, betting, and that's all I care about. I like it. So uh you know, i i don't I don't have a problem with it i mean these teams are all these conference teams are playing in, uh, the, these games at some point in the season who cares if it's week 2 or week 11 i don't do. care you're
3: right you're right but it just seemed like where it's at is is maybe and and i get it from you know i've talked to former players they say listen this game is a game that keeps players engaged the backups where they don't have to put it on cruise control. Like if I'm a third stringer, hey, I'm not going to play the rest of the season. No big deal. But you got that game, and you may get a chance to play a lot of your backups in a game like this. So it's it's a sales pitch for those backup guys, and you know they can put some things on tape. If Alabama played Georgia tomorrow, what would the line be?
9: Well, you can bet this at a lot of books right now. So I'll tell you what my line on the game would be about Georgia. Three, three and a half. Probably okay. more towards the three and a half side. Uh there's a lot of books to have it right now, Georgia four. Uh, so I, I you know, i I guess I'd lean Alabama four, but anything three and a half four, uh sounds about right to me. And again, yeah, if you want to bet it right now, you can bet the game. Is there a limit on that? Is it totals or from- uh, you can get down, yeah, you can get down pretty good. Uh you know, there's a sports book in town here in Vegas. Uh I mean if you want to get, you know, you know five figures now and you want to get ten thousand dollars down on Alabama, you know, plus four, you can do it.
3: Lou uh Louisville, uh l- the Cardinals go to Miami. Uh they'll go there. I was making sure I got this line right. Miami's the favorite in this. They're nine in one. Miami six and four. Who do you like in this game?
9: Yeah, I mean the line's telling you that Miami's the the right side, but I mean, I don't know. I mean sometimes the market gets cute. I don't think it's getting cute in the Oregon State game. I think Oregon State's legitimately good. I don't think Miami's
23: legitimately good.
9: So um uh, Not that I love Louisville, but I'll tell you what I do love. I love the coaching advantage that Jeff Brom has over Mario Cristobal. So uh, this is where I'm going to wait and see what happens tomorrow when the higher limits, because these are the type of games where the guys that are betting six, seven figures get involved. And I want to see if I can get a better price on Louisville, because this is one where I disagree with the market. I actually lean Louisville.
3: Oklahoma State wins against Houston they would be in the Big 12 championship. I think I'm right on that. Just one win for those guys, and they would play uh, Texas, regardless of how they got hammered uh, last week against Central Florida. They play Houston this weekend in Houston. Oklahoma State minus the seven on a bounce-back game.
9: Uh, they got to win out. There are a lot of teams with just two losses. they got two losses in conference play, along with like, Kansas State, Oklahoma, uh, a bunch of teams. So, they, I mean, they – they can't afford to, to lose that last game uh, if Kansas State, like uh, Oklahoma, went out. Because, I mean, just reality will be, even though Oklahoma State beat both of those teams, head, they they'll have less uh, conference losses. So uh, they still got to, you know, take care of business there. And I think they do. Uh, I think they bounce back. I'll lay the seven here with, with the folks.
3: And when we go back to another game, Florida and Missouri, uh, Florida and the Missouri Tigers, Missouri minus the eleven, and then we'll let you uh, get out of here. Well, let me ask you a coaching question too. But uh, Florida going to Missouri? Yeah.
9: Ooh, uh, I'm gonna lean Florida. Just it's one off the beaten path, and look, I know everything's building towards next week, and there's only, sure. there's a few decent games out there. I mean, I'm a college football guy. Any game, I, I don't care if it's a Tuesday night mat game, I'm interested, but. Uh, we're building towards uh, next week. Oh, next week's the big week. Usually in those types of scenarios, this is the type of week where chaos starts happening, where you get three, four results that are just out of left field. I'm not saying Florida wins outright, but this type of game that's pretty sneaky after Missouri just played the the best game of the season and the week before gave a 60-minute all-out effort against Georgia. How many times more can you keep performing at that kind of level at a place like Missouri? I'm going to lean Florida here.
3: Let's go to Texas A and M. When you look at uh, Jimbo Fisher, we've talked about it for years. It finally happened on Sunday morning. What was your reaction, and where do you think they go? Uh,
9: you know, not surprised. I mean, something. I mean, it has to be a little bit that they, you know not surprised they got rid of him. You thought there'd be a negotiation for the full buyout, not to be you know completely paid out. But I guess it was. So, I mean, that's how much they want to get rid of him. Seventy six million dollar check uh, for you not to coach here anymore. Kudos for them for having that kind of money. Uh, Where do they go from here? I mean, let's start by, you know, actually hiring a good coach uh, for for a change. I think they should be able to do it this time. They have guys with ties. I got Mike Elko, who's just there, D.C. under uh, Jimbo. I mean, very good coach. They got a guy in state there that should be very attractive, Jeff Traylor. He's not going to move the needle nationally, but I'm here to tell you, in that state of Texas, guy's legit. Uh, He's done wonders at UTSA. I mean, he's not the big name, but I think he'd be a big-time hire for him. So uh, if I had to guess right now, he'd be the guy, to to be honest with you. I'm not sure that they get – I know everyone wants to talk Dan Lanning or Dan Campbell from the Lions. I don't know if those two guys are realistic.
3: Brad, how good can Texas A&M be? Because we just took a phone call a couple of minutes ago from right there around College Station. I think it's Milano, Texas is where he called us from. And, and he talked about, you know, that he thought that this program could be a, a national championship contender. When they finished number four in 2000, that was the highest ranking since 1939. Yeah. Can Texas A&M be a national championship contender?
9: I mean, on paper, they should be. I mean, they had the money. And I mean, in this day and age. Yeah, you got the money. I mean, you should be able to to be there. But I don't know. Something just never connected there. Uh, I don't know. College football is like it's it's very tough to break through the blue bloods. Uh, you you uh, to break through and be uh, you know a team that, that's capable of, you know multiple national titles. Is something. I mean, uh, they haven't even sniffed even one national title here. So um, you know, I don't know. Uh, honestly, if if you asked me that question five six years ago prior to NIL. And everything, I would have said, nah. I mean, they can be, uh, they can be, you know, at their very highest, they can maybe be a top ten program. But now, I mean, if it is all about money and just buy players, I mean, they got as much money as anybody. So I actually think if they hire the right coach that can develop and talent and recruit, that they they can be a national title contender.
3: It's Brad Powers sports.com, Brad Powers seven on the Twitter account. Brad, I always appreciate your insight. Thank you for being a part of our show.
9: Hey, thanks for having me as always. Take Thank care.
3: you. Brad Powers 7, BradPowersSports.com. We continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
0: Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
4: The Tuscaloosa Thread reminding Alabamians about secondary severe weather season. Early next week, we do have the potential for isolated tornadoes. For the full forecast and details, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And a Northport woman was killed after a multi-vehicle crash in Tuscaloosa County Wednesday morning. And the investigation continues with troopers with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's Highway Patrol Division. And for the Crimson Tide basketball schedule, be sure to tap our free app.
21: For the
0: latest local news in Tuscaloosa. PayPal. Hey, Bama Sports Updates. Oh, my God and severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus, the those amazing freedom gummies, everybody's talking about freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonya. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on a gorgeous Thursday afternoon. No active wrecks at the moment. We do see heavy traffic. This is on Lurleen, northbound, headed through Northport up to McFarland. 69 already backed up at Union Chapel back to McFarland. And McFarland a little bit heavy over in Midtown area and University Mall. Now, if you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205 868886 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Non attorney paid. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks of the overcast coming our way now as we're finishing off today. We continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog-forming late, so ease up on your speed as you're heading out and about or low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through. Friday's high 70, plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naira On Tide, 100.9.
6: It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
1: You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide, The Game, with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: All right, we're going to get to a lot of phone calls, phone lines completely, uh not wide open, but they're completely full. And uh, we're going to get to those coming up here in just a couple of seconds. Southern Ale House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, 8 Southern, B Southern, Southern Ale House. When you look at a great menu items tonight, they'll be serving prime ribs, smoked pork chop, Cajun shrimp, Alfredo, black-eyed peas. Tomorrow for lunch, Boom Boom Shrimp Plate, Chicken Club, which is outstanding, fire-roasted wings. Bacon, cheddar, ranch tots is the vegetable of the day. Tomorrow evening dinner, uh, you'll have prime ribs, smoked pork chop, blackened mahi mahi. It'll be available at Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Let's continue with more phone calls and we go here. Let me make sure I've got everything uh, there. Oh, oh, Brett Garner just sent me a message. They've also got smoked brisket chili. And I uh, assume that'll be on both uh, lunch and dinner options there. So uh, smoked brisket chili. Oh, that sounds good. Let that let that temp begin to drop. And that biscuit, brisket chili is outstanding. Brett Garner always cooking up some great things. Marty, let's try this again. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well.
24: Yeah, he said he messed me up. But I don't know if mine was in a dead song. Ron, history's not on our side if everybody wins. I mean, that's the thing to Committee don't like us. Why are we number? If we're gonna jump four places and everybody wins, why aren't we higher right now? That's that's my thought. But we can we can do like uh, nothing such like a big orange did when everybody lost and they got in to play Florida State. So we just gotta hope that Louisville can beat Florida State. In and, and their championship and game,
3: that's, that's another possibility. I mean, we don't talk about that one a lot. Uh, Lupo is nine and one, so go to Miami, go to well, win.
24: Got a good coach,
3: so I mean, you know, there's where
24: there's where I know everyone. Oh, we're going to get in, but history did not. I just don't think history not on our side. I just look at it of the old stuff that happened and with Alabama winning when they're number two and and they let other teams go above us and we're number three and we beat our team and a team of two above us didn't win and we don't get it. I mean, you go through the AP poll and where we should have been number one, we couldn't get it because of stupid stuff or the northerners don't like Southern football. And that's, that's the bias on the thing right now is the committee does not like Southern football.
3: You think there's still a bias over Southern football because we've just been so dominant? Yeah, there is. Brian, you I mean I said it to start the two o'clock hour.
24: Hey, I tell you what, you call your friend Kim Rankin and ask her if they're not biased on the Southern football up there. Okay? Okay. You she might have Facebook, so I know you got Facebook, don't you? I do, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna get you on mine then so I can talk to you. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Okay, but uh, I looked for you today. I didn't see you on there. Oh, I don't know if I stuck your name right or not. I'm uh, not real good at all that.
3: Yeah, it's just simple. Uh, yeah, do a search for I, Ryan Fowler, and while you're there, like my page, uh, follow me there. Okay. I, I greatly appreciate it, man. We uh, always enjoy the okay. interaction.
24: I'll do that because it's hot. because you don't got no you got no cell phone down there in the down there in the country you live in. You, you try. I don't see how. Uh, Bam and Nick must have a direct line to you because I know when I tried calling you, I haven't tried calling you when I came through there that one time. And and Coca right there, I don't think you power lines
3: are that place. We way. actually, um, when Bam and Nick <laughs> calls, we actually talk on CB radio. Have you ever talked about CB radio? Yeah, dang, yeah. God. Y'all going way back in time. Yeah, man. I mean, we just do breaker breaker one night, and you know, well, we have yeah, yeah. Bama Nick comes on and we talk, and yeah, that's how we do it. All
24: right, that's that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. But Ryan, I, you know how many? How many, I'm going to do this? How many ten game winning streak games has A and M had in the last ten years? And that's what I did with Arkansas yesterday morning. I said, "Y'all guys." Yeah, I, they're just trying, they're trying to get all the money together to and let Sam Pittman just go out the easy way. That's why they haven't really let him go yet. They, he's a really nice guy and all that, and they're just going to let him out the easy way and pay him at the end and, and say good riddance. But, I mean, Ryan, those programs aren't, aren't up there. They're middle of the pack SEC, and that's all they are. And th- their fans have got rose-colored... Hogs on their glasses, and that's the thing the suck. And I like the guy, but I mean, he's got to – If 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 it was true, if we beat number one. They're not going to move us, up, and everybody else wins. We're not jumping four spots. No way. The committee that committee would get roasted at the. At,
20: and and
24: at maybe the, I'm just doing
3: an awful job of explaining when Dawson and, and him and I doesn't see eye to eye. I just. I well, have my yeah, doubts with some undefeated teams.
24: Someone, you got someone that when you cut him off, at, you cut him, you cut his wrist off. That elephant's going to come out of there. <laughs> so I mean, there's what, it's hard to. It's like some of my Razorback fans; they think they're the best team, no matter what, and they've already got their national championship for basketball. Talking so, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird on some of them. And trust them, me,
3: I would love for the university to be there, right? I'd love to be there. I mean, it, it would be a, you know, for one, we could put, because that would tell me that we put a roadblock in front of Georgia. And I think that's, it's not as important, Ooh, but it's there's close. Where, there's,
24: where there's another thing. Say everybody gets beat, all right? Everybody gets beat and we beat Georgia. Does Georgia get in with one loss, even though they're losing to Alabama with this one
3: loss? No, no. I, I think there's one team coming from the SEC. I don't think Georgia, if Alabama even, beats them. Even, even at the top, well, even at the top okay. team and, Well, what don't we say Washington loses, Oregon loses, Texas loses, Florida State loses? Yeah, you might have a pathway there. Lord, the rest of the world would come unglued if the SEC put two teams. That's okay. Let them come unglued. I mean, this committee is not there to satisfy different people. they just put the best four teams.
24: I don't um, think they ever put the best four teams in. I think it's,
21: yeah, they but. don't
24: know football up there. They just, they just, they, they don't watch no game. They just look at a piece of paper and and sit in a room and say, well, this is who we like and gotcha. let's go with that.
3: Marty, thank you, man. Roll tide.
24: That's all I have. Roll tide.
3: Right back to you. Let's go to Joe. Joe, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Good
25: afternoon, Ryan. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, it's
3: been a few days. We've missed you, man.
25: Yes, sir. Good to talk to you. Um, Brian, I, I couldn't agree more with what Paul from Lincoln said earlier in the show. Uh I heard his comments on on the iron Bowl. Man, they must exactly be rough right.
3: over in East Alabama. You and Paul
25: just Oh, Ryan. I'm telling you, let it they they're on they, they Brian, it was so fast, you know, three three a month ago it was the worst football team in history. Uh they couldn't even throw a forward pass. It was embarrassing. You know they're questioning whether they made the right hire, and Hugh Freeze, you let them beat three really bad football teams in a row. Ryan, they're, the 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 war drums are beating; they're they're reinvigorated. The flags are back out. It's crazy. I mean, it's like it's like you've gone in the twilight zone. Um, so, it, it, his point though, Ryan, is if we don't take care of business in Lee County, even if we were to meet beat Georgia, it wouldn't matter. You're not getting in with two losses. Not going to happen for sure. Not this year, for sure. Um, and you got to listen to them beat their chest and have bragging rights for a whole year, which is just, I mean, nauseating the thought of
3: it. As you're sitting there thinking so, about it, I mean, they could literally, this could be their Super Bowl. They could block Alabama.
25: It is. It, I mean, Ryan, it absolutely is. Like, this is their, this is all they have this season is this opportunity. This is it. You know, like they've already, I'm sure they've already hung their banner, uh, you know, that says something like, played Georgia really tough early in the season, 2023, that, that banner's already hanging in the rafters, so now they got to hang another one. You know, if they play as close, they can hang another banner.
3: You're right. I mean, it, it, and it's something that I don't focus on enough. Uh, and talking with you and Paul, I'm going to have to amp up my Auburn hate game because I'm I'm lacking big time.
25: You know what I love to do to them, right? This is what I when, – whenever uh, – and, and Paul will appreciate this as, as well as you – and many other Tide fans, when when the barn, when they start bringing up that 2017 Iron Bowl, you know, we won that national championship, but they they still got us over there in Lee County that year. You'll recall that was, a, you know, Jalen Hurts had one of the worst games, arguably the worst game of his career at Alabama in that game. We just we just flat out fell apart. But anyway, um, you know what happened? You know, we, we, we snuck in that, that four spot. We got healthy we won the national championship. So I love to remind them that they did us a favor. They can't stand it. I'm telling you, Ryan, of all the national championships, it's my opinion, that Nick Saban's won Alabama, that one hurts them more than any of the other ones by far. Because up until that point, if we had lost to them, that's it. We're not going to win a national championship. And that year, it just absolutely blew their minds, Ryan, because they, they beat us, and we still did it. I mean, it almost literally broke them. Um, the, the thing is, I like to remind them that that enabled us to, to be the four seed, wear our clean, all-white uniforms in the playoffs, and get our linebackers. As you recall, we had several linebackers banged up towards the end of the season. We were, we were really banged up. We didn't have to play Georgia in the SEC championship game the next week. We sat home, we rested up, got healed up, went on and won a national championship. So they, they love to be reminded of why the 2017 Iron Bowl did not matter.
3: That bunch. That bunch is, is is literally crazy. And I'm just saying in my head, I want to paint a hypothesis for you just for a couple of seconds. Alabama plays Auburn this year. Let's say they go in there and let's say they beat them really good. Okay? History tells us here in the Nick Saban era, we generally win. And we usually win by a decent margin. We beat them better in Bryant diddy obviously, than we beat them over there. Let's say if we went there the third year. And so we've we've won three in a row now. That would be six in a row. Could Hugh Freeze be coaching for his job the next time we go to Auburn? Because it doesn't matter what they accomplish; it's all about beating Alabama. We are in their head. So could he be in trouble if he started out zero and three against Alabama? It's
25: it's very possible. Ryan. Yeah. It's very possible. I do, I do as well. And listen, I just want to say um, you were talking with Dawson there. I, I'm with you, Ryan. I, I don't trust this committee at all. I don't. And they've given us reason not to. Look at their actions, that Ryan. Look year. at the fact that they have Oregon ahead of us when our resume is by far better. It's not even close. Look at the how the fact that, eat Ryan, when the first rankings came out, I thought the easiest thing in the world would be the one spot. You've got the two-time defending champion undefeated sitting there. I know it's not last season. I don't care. They're on this long winning streak, and they got that wrong. You know, I know they had them. They finally put them number one this week, but they just look so stupid. I, I don't trust this committee whatsoever.
3: I don't either. I, I don't either. And and I think when you look at this committee, I wish that we could add to it. I wish we could get that number up. I wish that we could try to find a way to more transparency because it 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 creates doubt in my head. And with everything, I mean, I've used the example of I just lost the. What's the beanbag? Cornhole? I, I said it yesterday. I forgot. I mean, I don't play cornhole, but uh, cornhole. If that can find its way to national television and it can literally be on one of the big sports networks, why not give us an hour of this meeting? Why not release the meeting minutes? What's what's so bad? What do they discuss in that room that they don't want to release? Hey, what we discuss? Well, we we want to put our hat. It's just the whole entire approach is a Mickey Mouse approach.
25: It's a sham. It's a total sham. I'm with you. The 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 talking points, the goalposts move, they the do. Word salad, the they do. Areas.
3: You you nailed it right there. The, the goalposts move a lot with this committee. And I listen yep, to the teleconference. And maybe I should. Areas. What I may do is I've got Dawson's um, number. What I'll start doing is I'll call him, put him on a uh, on a headset. And I'll put him on a three-way call with this committee. Every Tuesday night, following the rankings, they do about a 30-minute teleconference. And Boo Corrigan gets up there and answers the questions. And it, it's it's not hard to listen and you go... I mean, the week prior, he doubted Alabama. And his reason was they were not a top five, excuse me, top 15 offense and defense. He used the word balance. And I played that audio clip. Anyway... Roll Tide, Joe. Anything else,
25: man? Oh, in closing, I'll say this, Ryan. Last thing about the the rankings before I go. Um, it, I know Oregon State's a decent team, Ryan. If you're the if you're the number five team in the country, and you're an underdog against Oregon State, are you really a top five team? my Question.
3: And they have a lot of doubts out in Seattle, Washington. A lot, because I was yeah, talking absolutely. to I was talking to Softy, which does a radio show that Dave Mahler uh softy we'll, we'll try to get him on in the next couple of days hopefully and talk about it but uh i i text him and i said hey do us all a favor and lose to oregon state and he he sent me a couple of choice words but i'm just aggravating i mean we're friends so he he was like screw you blank 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 <laughs> i said well <laughs> i said the last time y'all got in the playoffs uh, didn't work out very well for you uh but anyway i was just doing a little smack talk but uh just having some fun joe thanks man roll talk
25: thanks ryan roll talk
3: right back to you One coach who rarely brags on Alabama, he did, and you'll hear that comment. You're going to want to hear it next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on a gorgeous Thursday afternoon. No active wrecks at the moment. We do see heavy traffic. This is on Lurleen, northbound, headed through Northport up to McFarland. 69 already backed up at Union Chapel, back to McFarland. And McFarland a little bit heavy over in Midtown area and University Mall. Now, if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray.
1: Eli Gold, Chris Stewart and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.
3: Back into the game here in Tuscaloosa Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. I want to play a quick uh, clip here. This is Tim May. Tim's a friend of our program. He's a 40-year veteran of the Columbus Dispatch up in Columbus, Ohio. He had a conversation. We've played a lot of these. uh, But this is Urban Meyer. He's breaking down the University of Alabama, and he talks about the 14 playoff. Uh, Dawson, I think you'll like this comment. This is Urban Meyer talking about Alabama.
10: Four games in the November December in the last decade. Yeah, so that's when they get. You know, that's an excellent staff. They have. Uh, you know, don't ever challenge your roster because they have great players, and they'll figure it out. And they they did figure it out because I was really concerned early in the year. They looked as about as un-Alabama as I've ever seen yeah. against South Florida. That was that was terrible. And then you watch him now, and that I'll tell you that No. real he might be the best athlete in the college football. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, obviously you got Marvin Harrison Jr., but that's Percy Harvin, that's Braxton Miller, that's Reggie Bush. I I love. I actually watch him, you and I don't have to because I really enjoy watching that quarterback. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I like. That. I mean, like I like I told you a couple weeks ago, they need to run that Texas office
1: in 2005, and it looks like that's almost what they're doing. I mean, let this man make plays, right?
10: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he. They ran him 22 game 22 times in the last game, and. uh you know, you got to be careful because obviously you get banged and the backup's in there, but he is very courageous. He's, he's running. He, he doesn't seem to be resisting it. A lot of it's scramble. So yeah, he's, uh, do not, I'm a betting person. I'm saying Alabama's in the final four.
3: All right. There you go. See, I'm taking Urban Meyer and backing up Dawson. See, I'm, I'm that type of guy. Simon, before I go to Chris and then Alf, I want you to jump in here and tell me, um, what do you think? We're, we're not not that you don't have to pick my side you you can go any side you want to think uh, what do you think
15: I feel that we can if we just simply went out beat Georgia we can get in on that alone. we can get in but to be feel more safe about it and not as stressed out about it I think to have a surefire shot to get in we have to have Texas drop a game or Washington drop a game or one lost pac 12 champ or te- in, Get some help from these from these teams in front of us because maybe, maybe if we went out alone, maybe we can get out on just being Georgia alone. Maybe we can get in.
3: And when you look at the Texas Longhorns, I like that too because to me that would be – it would hurt you in your strength of schedule. But getting them out of the way, you would feel very comfortable because I think- that's the hiccup. They came to Tuscaloosa and
15: beat Alabama here. If Texas loses, I think we get in if we went out. I do as well. But to get in, I would feel a lot more comfortable if one of these teams in front of us lose. Uh, I don't feel – we could get in. We very well could get in. But it's not a surefire thing. So I'm kind of in the middle between you and Dawson, I feel.
3: Absolutely. Simon, uh, always great to hear your insight. Appreciate your hard work to this show. Let's go to Chris. Chris, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Chris. All right. Uh, No, Chris, how about Alf? Alf, good afternoon. You're in the game. Uh,
8: Ryan, good uh, top of the day for you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Your last caller on who that was stole some of my thunder.
15: Joe. Joe.
8: Joe. Yeah, he's a a smart cat. Uh, Why in the world is uh, Washington, if they really are that good, why are they not favored? You know uh, why is Oregon State favored? True. you, you see what I'm saying? No, I do. And, and, yeah. You know, and here's the here's the other thing, and I, I think I've said this on the program before. If you're in a uh, neutral site of the seven teams above us, how many of them would be favored over us? And we, I think that number is one, maybe two, maybe two.
3: Well, we know and Georgia so, will be because we already know a line there. Right. So yeah, we in front of here. Alabama. Yeah. On a neutral field? Listen, I think think Ohio State has not looked that great. No,
8: I think Georgia may be the only one. Michigan is a maybe uh, to to
3: be uh, over. I'd love to get Michigan on a neutral field. I'd love to play them all. Oh, man, yeah. And, you know, the only thing that really gets me excited about this 12-team playoff, because we could be hosting one of those games after the SEC title game. Oh, that's true. Could you, uh, you imagine know, this town on a playoff game? Let's oh, Just, man. just pick awesome. one out of the air. Alabama-Texas rematch. We've already seen that, but Alabama-Michigan, Alabama-Washington, Alabama-Oregon right. here.
8: Texas is seven right now, aren't they?
3: They so would be. Yeah, they, but I, well, I was just throwing. I was just picking up a team. Yeah. Yeah, just... It would be great for the economy. It's going to be great for
8: everything. But but here's the one thing that I'm really going to miss, and I just have been thinking about this all week listening to your show. Gosh, this is so much fun talking about all this stuff. And I, and, and I think that the playoff is going to – it's going to damper that, the 12-team playoff. I love this going back and forth, left and right. Who's, you know, who's better, strength of schedule, head-to-head. Head. I love all this discussion we've had all over the country. Everybody's talking about it. But when we have 12 teams – I. You know, I think that it's going to really damper that. Do you think that or what, what are you thinking?
3: I think it has a risk to hurt. And I was talking to my physician this morning, uh, had an appointment this morning, and um, we were talking about the value of the regular season and how we could let that slip away a little bit. We could. We could let this, we could let this slip away. We could find a way for this thing to, you know, to devalue the regular season. I think that's a slippery slope. Um yep. because all that excitement that we're talking about right now, if let's say if we had twelve teams, would we even care? Well no, we would care, fair, but we, we also said that when we went to four teams.
8: So but twelve is a whole different animal. That's you know I mean I guess really Oklahoma, 12,
3: 12 Ole Miss and LSU could be talking about how they could find a way to get in. Yeah, Because I I I just went 13, 14, and 15. Ole Miss, Oklahoma, LSU, Iowa. But in fairness, Alf, are those teams deserving to play for a national title? I know. I bet we're going to start hearing
8: Cinderella story and words like that thrown around, you know. Uh, The people that don't belong and all that. Hey, listen, I got one more comment. And, uh... You know, on the show this week, we've talked a lot about A uh, and M, and you know, letting their coach go. And are they a, a top tier program? Are they not? You know, Arkansas would they be a top tier? You know, we've got a couple of different, you know, Mississippi State. But if you remember, uh, just just uh, you know, ten no, know, probably eight years ago, Georgia was in the same boat, and they had one variable change, and that was the coach. And they got a coach in there that knew what he was doing, and Georgia was a sleeping giant. And now they've won back-to-back national championships. And Georgia does not have the money that A&M does. A&M will throw money at NIL. They'll throw it at the portal. They'll throw it you know, anywhere, in any kind of facility you want. I mean, they've, isn't A&M the one that has the slide that the players can slide no, down? No, that's Clemson. I mean, it's, that's Clemson. That's Clemson. Yeah. Okay, all right, my bad. But, I mean, they do but, have a yeah.
3: lot of you know neat facilities. I mean, they, they say that... The money that they've spent, but it just kind of proves that money doesn't buy you everything, man.
8: Well, well, it doesn't. And but you know you you know if you get a really top notch coach that comes into a And M, I think it's a sleeping giant, and I think that we're going to be, you know, the number, the names that are getting batted around for Arkansas because I'm, you know, I heard, I'm sure you've heard Gus Malzahn's name uh, pop up at Arkansas, and and a And M could, you know, Dabo's name was batted around in, in state with. Uh, uh, what's his name? It's on ESPN now. Uh, you know, if, if all three of those guys uh, go to those schools, those are formidable coaches. Uh, and if they've got good money to go after them, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. So uh, I, I'm i not going to downgrade Texas A&M as a program. I think they're a sleeping giant. The other two, yeah, okay, I get that. But, but A&M, I think they've got a real opportunity to um, do some really cool things in the future. But so, that's, uh, that also is a – your...
3: That's a weird than, cult out the there, names,
8: man. Here's the other name I've heard, and I don't know if you've heard this one, but Elton John wants to go to Texas A&M because of the male cheerleaders. I don't know if you've heard that one yet.
3: No, I haven't. Um, well, yeah. um, that would be an option. Um,
8: yeah. I mean, I mean he could do worse than the last guy. I
3: so, mean, he he could lead the yell parade or whatever they do. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I'm, I'm a big Elton John so, fan. I like him. Yeah, it'd be good. It Maybe he'd sing Half Time,
8: too. So, Rocket uh, Man. Anyway, there you go. Great show, man. Love it.
3: Thank you, Alf. We'll continue like with more of the game. Thanks, Alf. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 205-342-9904. Lines completely jammed up. Listen, if you're if you're able to get in, and we're, we're going to take more phone calls coming up. We'll go to Jared in Houston, Texas coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll also take your calls, but if you're not able to get in, on the app there's the three drop-down menu. You can send us a message right there. You can also tweet at us at Ryan C. Fowler at Ryan C. Fowler. Tide109.com. We're going to go to Jared in Houston, Texas, coming up in just a couple of minutes. I do tell you about the Wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, Justin, Tawny Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more, Rocky, Under Armour, Carhartt Clothing, Wrangler, Levi, Lee, all the name brands that you have come to trust, they have been in business since 1976. Let that sink in. 76 is when they started. It's our friends Mark and Lee. It is the wharf, the work in western headquarters for the entire family located between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate. As you think about Christmas items here, spend the dollar in the local economy. That's very important to what we do here at Tide 100.9. But it's also very important for those businesses right there since 1976. So you're thinking about Christmas time. You're thinking about buying that special gift. Think about the wharf, the work in Western headquarters for the entire family. I know gun season starts tomorrow, excuse me, Saturday. I believe it's Saturday. Uh, I, I know I can't hunt on Friday, so I never even look. But I know it's this weekend. Uh, if you're looking for camo options, uh, you'll find those right there at the wharf. The work in Western headquarters for the entire family. Go over and see my friends Mark and Lee at the wharf. We'll come back. Jared in Houston, Texas, Neck, T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC. The home of Alabama,
1: Crimson Tide Sports. When you switch to Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks in the overcast coming our way now. As we're finishing off today, we continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog-forming late, so ease up on your feet as you're heading out and about our low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through. Friday's high seventy, plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Aramore on Tide one
6: hundred point nine. It's seventy two degrees in Tuscaloosa. Yeah!
21: The
1: best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app.
3: i've always wanted to see this guy in concert never had that chance i had tickets one time matter of fact it was just a few years ago in birmingham alabama and he got sick and was not able to do the concert when they rescheduled it i was not able to make it but uh That's one of those that's a bucket list item, and I believe he is officially retired. I don't think he's doing any more tour stops, so I don't know exactly how you'd be able to catch Elton Elton John. But for those who have been, I've been told that it's one of the best shows you'll ever have a chance to go seeing The guy is just an amazing singer when you look at it. uh, Elton John. We will continue. We're going to get to Jared in Houston, Texas. I don't want to pin him up against the 57 after right here at 4 o'clock. We have Fox Sports Update coming up top of the hour. That's a hard break. We'll get to Jared in Houston, Texas. We'll get to Robert in Mobile, Tommy and Romulus, George in Tuscaloosa, and many others. As we enter the 5 o'clock hour, we'd ask that you would download the Tide 100.9 app. Remember, we've got Eli Gold and Tom. And the Nick Saban Show is starting at 7. Hey, Coach, starts at 6.30. We'll have that right here on Tide 100.9. So don't go anywhere following this program. We'll have the Lindy's report from 6 to 6.30. 6.30, Hey, Coach, 7 o'clock. The Nick Saban Show. He'll stand at that uh, wonderful table there at Bob Baumhauer's. And uh has a great, uh, inspiring message always. Uh, A lot of things learned, just not on the football field. Uh, It's beyond that with Nick Saban. 7 o'clock, the Nick Saban Show here on Tide 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments Go by and say hi to Sonya. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield health and dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on a gorgeous Thursday afternoon. No active wrecks at the moment. We do see heavy traffic. This is on Lurleen, northbound, headed through Northport up to McFarland. 69 already backed up at Union Chapel back to McFarland. And McFarland a little bit heavy over in Midtown area and University Mall. Now, if you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205 888 868886 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray.
1: WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tied 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's
17: Dan Byer. Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh has expected his three-game suspension after the school and Big Ten resolved their litigation matters. Michigan will no longer seek a temporary restraining order on the ban, and the Big Ten has agreed to conclude their investigation into the signed stealing allegations. As part of the agreement, the Big Ten also says that they found Harbaugh had no knowledge of the sign-stealing allegations. Harbaugh was already has already served game one of that suspension. Games two and three coming up this weekend against Maryland, and the next week. Against ...against Ohio State. Oregon and Washington State have re-engaged with Mountain West Conference officials over a two-year football scheduling alliance, while Major League Baseball's owners unanimously approved the relocation of the A's to Las Vegas. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is going to Atlanta in 2025. The league stripped Atlanta of the game in 2021. Bengals and Ravens 8-15 Eastern Time tonight to start Week 11 in the NFL.
0: down a backwoods, Tennessee by one arm on the wheel, holding my lover with the other, a sweet, soft, southern thrill, worked hard all week.
3: All right, we're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. We're talking about it right here on the game. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide sports. 18 national titles, 29 SEC titles, 145. First team All-American, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories. Four Heisman winners and the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. It is powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Looking at the inventory right now, that includes a lot of 2024s. Uh The inventory's never been higher than it's been in right now in over two and a half years. So David DeSantis and Tuscaloosa Toyota, check, check them out online. You can go right now on your mobile device. They're open 24 uh 24-7, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, online at com. Let's go right back to Jared in Houston, Texas. Jared, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the news. game at Tuscaloosa. Fake news. fake news. Fake news.
26: Fake news at the top of the hour on Tide 100.9. Jim, you're gonna, you cannot convince me that Jim Harbaugh knew nothing about the sign stealing allegation. That is fake news. Am I right? You are.
3: You are. I mean, Anyways. that's the biggest bogus bunch of baloney I've heard in a long time. Yes, come on, Jim Harbaugh. We're we were born at night, but was it last night? Uh,
26: right. They 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 probably cooked up the 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 science stealing scandal at his slumber party he had several years back.
3: That's right. Where he took his shirt you off those I mean? satellite camps and all that mess. But
26: then, them khakis on and all.
3: And, you know, Torres <laughs> had a really good comment. <laughs> he needs he needed some sun like I do. Um, but Torres made a good comment because the school and those fan bases had Jim's back, right? Yep. Does that create an emotional attachment where he doesn't go to another job? Uh,
26: I think it already has.
3: Probably so. I think
26: I think it already has with the players tweeting out bet 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 bet. You know that that you know it's just it's just makes me want to barf. That whole that whole deal is just it's just so bogus. Anyway, let's talk about let's talk about how Jimbo didn't make the Christmas party. How about that? Well,
3: you, you mean Jimbo's not going to make Nick Saban's Christmas uh, party?
26: No, Jimbo's having his own Christmas party. Say he's spending seventy-seven million to have it and. Uh, but but he didn't make it at A and I've got some clients that are big A and M people that are boosters. They None of them like him, and I, I knew that he was going to be gone. But the, the, we're looking at this. We're looking at who you know who is is A and M able to win a championship? Are they that caliber of school to get a championship? And we're and, and we're all when we're, everybody's talking about you know, pinning on who they hire as coach. And I think we're looking at it from the wrong angle. You know. We can all agree college, college football has gotten really political in the last six or seven years since this playoff deal started. It's all about politics and money and this, that, and the other. And it's also funny that at the same time Texas a and is looking for a football coach, they're looking for a president of the university. and They got this DEI-happy Obama appointee that's the front-runner. And I'm going to tell you something, Ryan, If this guy gets in and, I, and this may not be a popular opinion among a lot of people, but I'm going to say it like Coach Saban says. If it ain't pleasing to everybody, it ain't pleasing to everybody. But there's a lot of politics involved in football. And if this Obama appointee gets in and then they hire their coach after they get – I think they're going to hire this the, the president before they hire the coach. Then the president's going to select the coach. I think A&M will – in the next couple of years, we'll, we'll, we'll contend for a championship. I mean, okay, college. so
3: you live there in Houston, which is not too far from yep. College Station. Is, I'm, is I'm an hour this? and 15 minutes from College Station. Okay, is this a big discussion there? Because really I haven't heard anything what you're talking about. So maybe you're kind of give us well, some local insight.
26: Well, it's not really a discussion. The, the Aggies are talking about, okay, who's going to be our coach? Who's going to be our president? There's not a discussion from the angle I'm coming from. But, you know, we have to all understand it's 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 political now. College football is political. It's turned into a corporate cash grab machine, like the NFL and all these other sports and everything else you look at, with NIL and and all the TV deals and the conference switching around and you know it's all about money and politics. And it's just kind of funny that at the same time that A and M is looking for a president, they're also looking for a football coach. My prediction is, and I could be dead wrong. I, and I could, and I'll eat crow if I am. But I think they hire the president first, and then the president gets his coach, and then I think a And M the next couple of years compete for championship. That's my that's my opinion because it's political. There's a lot of money in College Station. I'm talking about wheelbarrows full of it. These guys ain't hurting for cash or all they need. And as political as this game's gotten, and, and the way the game's going, I'm just afraid that that um, they're trying to buy a championship.
3: Just my opinion. Well, they tried that with the NIL. And maybe, you know, some of the conversation has been this week is the NIL may have added more pressure to Jimbo. Because those millionaires anted it up, right? Because he probably went to them and said, you know, something like this. To compete with Alabama, we're going to have to get some money in our collective. Okay, how much do you need? Okay, here we go. All right, there we go. And they delivered the top recruiting class in the history of college football. They wanted a return on the investment, right, and they right, didn't get one. Right. No, they didn't. It's the, but, but the money you're talking
26: about, they're Ryan's pocket change. You get this Obama appointee in there that's got connections to all this dirty money all around the world Dubai, all over the dang world, Cutter, They get money from Cutter overseas. You get the, this Obama appointee in there. Now, you talk about so these, these cash grabbing thieves can raise some dang money. They do it. And that's just the way I think about it. And I may be dead wrong. It's probably not a popular opinion because we all want to think college football is pure and it's great. And, and, and I, and I, and I really, really want to believe that. But I believe there's a lot of politics and a lot of dirty money running college football. And I think A&M going to get their president, then they're going to hire their coach and they're going to raise a bunch of cash. And the next year or two, they're going to be in contention for a championship. That's the way I see it. And I could be dead wrong, but, but I'm, I'm looking at it from a, from a realist point of view, you know they're looking for a, a president of the university and a football coach at the same time. At the same time, and that's rare. How many times? How many times you've seen that happen anywhere, for that matter, in the college? How much there, heat there, is there, Ross there, there,
3: uh having? What's that? How much heat is the athletic director Ross Majoric, uh having?
14: Uh, well,
26: first of all, he's catching heat for, for extending them, but, sure. but, 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 but the, the boosters don't like Jimbo, man. They can smell his crappy stink a mile away and his snake oil pitch a mile away. And they're just tired of hearing that. Bah, 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 bah. They're just tired of it. I've got a lot of people I work with that are Aggies. I got a lot of clients that are Aggie alumni that are, that I'm talking about boosters that are up there and they don't like him. They didn't like him. The last 2 years they can't stand him. Once he didn't do nothing with that with that recruiting class last year, they were out. They were out. And and I just think there's a lot of politics right now in college football and I think that A&M if they get this Obama appointee in there as their president to this big DEI diversity equity inclusion champion this this big woke cash-grabbing thief in there as their president, you're going to see A&M buy a national championship in the next few years. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. I could be wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to believe college football is pure.
12: Mm. But
26: but from, from what I see with NIL and all the things that are happening, and Coach Saban told them what was going to happen and nobody listened. First, the playoff, you're going to, you're going to devalue the bowl games. They've already done that. Who cares what the Orange Bowl is? If it's not a playoff game, it don't matter. Got Nobody it. watches it. So that's just my opinion.
3: But anyway, um, you know, roll tide, well, brother. Roll tide. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate you, man. You got it, man. Have a good one. See you. You do as well. Jared, Houston, Texas. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we go here uh, to Robert Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well.
12: Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Hey, hey um Listen, the other caller's. The regular season in college football will never be devalued. If the regular season in the NFL devalued, do you watch the NFL and every Sunday? And When the when Cowboys lose one, do you think, oh, well, that's okay. Yeah, you know, They can still make the playoffs. And so, yeah, well, that's okay if they lost. <laughs> no, you don't say it's okay when they lose, even one game. Even though you know it doesn't mean they won't make the playoffs, you don't because the season is too short. All these games, and they have. And the NFL has more games than college. How much more valuable would each college game be? You think anybody who's going to call you a stage If Alabama loses next year, and it's okay, uh, to be, be okay with it, I, we're going to make I do, anyway? I do think
3: that it can take away
12: uh, from the value. How so? How so? Every game we want to win. Every game. Okay. Period. Well, no, I
3: I understand <laughs> what you're saying, but you look at right now. Okay, so let's just. I'll have to go back and get the 12 team projection. So you got just just take the 12 teams, okay? You got uh Penn State, Oregon State, Louisville, Missouri, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, Washington, Florida State, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. So would anybody be stressed out right now?
12: We'll be stre- no the the arguments that we're having, no. We wouldn't be stressed out. Well, we wouldn't be but we wouldn't be any happier with Alabama losing any game that they lost not simply because it wouldn't cause the playoff I no, although we would have to worry about losing twice but no when we made the playoffs yeah we still make the playoffs we would not be stressed off of not making the playoffs but we but every win with every loss that we had wouldn't be any less hurtful to us and every every win would still be valuable. I don't want the Steelers to lose any game in the regular season. Even though I know if they lose the game, they can still make the playoffs. I still wanna lose. I'm still watching and if they're in a the tight game against a team, I'm still on the edge of my seat hoping they pull it out. Now the value would be, eh, well, I mean, you don't would be it. you uh-huh. would be fighting
3: for one of those four spots because I think when you talk about coming out of a championship, the advantage that this is not basketball, it's not hockey, it's not baseball. The advantage of not being able to play a game and play in a game, I think, is significant. So if you look at the what the playoff would be, your top four teams right now would be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State right now. If it ended right now in this 12-team playoff. So those four right. teams would have a bye week. So they would let everybody else duke it out. So Alabama played yeah. Missouri. Okay, well, Alabama would probably win that game. But then you would be matched up the following week right now just by the way it is right now. You'd play Georgia the following uh, game. That's an All advantage. Right. I mean, could you imagine the advantage? Georgia gets to oh, rest. Yeah. They get to spend two weeks preparing for Alabama. And and are another reason why the regular
12: season is So still it valuable. would add it to that. that
3: but I still think it could devalue. I think it's a slippery slope. Holy oh, shit. Oh, it,
12: yeah. You say devalue? Like, yeah, devalue from like where definition. it is
3: currently, right? Where it is currently. So, if you want to put a okay. tool, it's it still will have value, but it's not going to have as much. I think that's what Alpha's
12: saying. Well, it, it won't be crucial to where you okay. One again, one loss can crush your season because this isn't good where we are now. One loss crushes your season. It, what we what it was encouraging. It's for everybody to do what uh, Florida State does, or for what Georgia did. Have these e- super easy schedules, and and definitely don't don't uh, uh, don't schedule an out of conference team that can beat you. You, need, you nobody would want to do that, because because you lose a game, and you like what Alabama did right now. We schedule one out of conference game that against a team that everybody wanted to see us play that could beat us. We lost it, and now and now we're risking our season being over. And I and I, like you keep saying. Uh, if there is that chance that we could win out and not make it, I mean, it's a bit naive if everybody says, Oh, if we win, we're in. But, no, folks, that's not the case this season. I don't, I don't understand how you all can have that attitude when the committee is clearly telling you it ain't just winning out and you're in. And, you, you know, jumping a bunch of teams that, uh, that, uh, um, because you think our schedule suffers. I literally feel like
3: when when I'm arguing with <laughs> Dawson, I'm literally trying to convince him that the sun comes up from the east. <laughs> I mean, it's that obvious to me. Now, he doesn't see it that way. But I'm literally sitting there going, I don't see how this is so hard. Yeah.
12: I we mean, need it's, help. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, and there's nothing
3: wrong with that, right?
12: I mean, we well, need help. It is, well, sure. I mean. Yeah, right, right. It is from my standpoint, but you know it is what it is. And like you keep saying, we got the day after day. for you all folks. If if we were win and we were if we win and we're in, that meant Alabama would control our own destiny. We do, Alabama today does not control its own destiny. It is not win and you're in. The SEC is not getting that kind of respect this season. So, uh, you know, it, it, there you go. If they were, the Alabama would already be ahead of Oregon and Texas. I, I don't get it. I mean, now you know you almost wonder. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish this, but you almost think so. We need to, so all these teams need to win. the Alabama gets left out to prove to you all that that's how they feel. <laughs> I mean, it'd be unfortunate if that's the case. But it's like I don't mean, want that to happen. <laughs> I'd rather
3: be wrong and just let it be wrong, but. uh
12: I I still think we're getting our chaos. You know why we call it chaos? It's just you know better team winning. And you keep you rightly pointed out. I keep forgetting about that Washington Oregon State game this weekend. That could be the start. And uh, it, but but like you, some of your other calls said, we still, and Texas losing twice. We still need Texas to lose twice. So that's how it is right now. I mean, folks, you better you better wake up to that well, fact. And,
3: um, and that Texas, I'm telling you, Texas losing to Iowa State and and we don't really care what happens to Washington Oregon. I mean, it would help. All this just makes it, as Simon said, you just feel a little better, right? You're not as stressed. Um, yeah.
12: I mean, why now, couldn't Oregon, we just
3: open up the offense a little different?
12: Well, you're I think you had a video from Joel Klatt. Uh If you watched it when I sent you, he did a fantastic job of breaking down Muro's improvement. And he probably correctly points out, a good, I, I thought I good, really convinced. A good bit of that may have been Miro early on in the season. And Clark does a great job pointing out what Miro is doing now versus what he was doing at the beginning of the season. The game has gotten easier for him, you know, it's slowed down for him. And uh, you watch the video; Joe Clark does a great job of illustrating how Miro sees the game now, and it's a huge improvement.
3: It's pretty awesome. Yeah, when you think about it, I mean, it's. I mean, I don't think any of us now. There's going to be people, as Mike DeTillio always reminds us. There'll be people that were like, "I saw it coming. I saw it. I saw." <laughs> what, did, what did Mike say? Oh, baloney, 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 baloney. <laughs> um, I think he is has he has exceeded everybody's expectations.
12: Yeah, it's unfortunate that it would have been great that lights had come on earlier, and because Miro has changed the way he plays, Tommy Reese and I. am I'm not putting less. I'm putting a lot less blame on Tommy Reese for the earlier struggle, and on and of course the offensive line too. I mean, and right Reese, there, right Reeves there, really Robert.
3: Yeah. Robert, say the offensive line because look at how that yeah. unit has performed. Robert's right, being exactly. plugged in for Darian Dalcourt has been a change on that offensive yep. line. Yeah, they've grown, but to me that was the turning point. You put that yeah. monster at right guard. You know, my colleague Gary Harris uh, put out a couple of, you know, photos from down on the sidelines. That is, wow, that is a large human being, large. And Seth McLaughlin told us just a couple of days ago in a media availability, there was not a weight in the weight room that he's not able to pick up. And they're having to order a special bar where they can put more weight on it.
12: Think that's ever been a problem in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, there've been. I mean, the, the improvement has been stark, and and this happened. I mean, other teams have done this before too. And you know, we're not, we usually don't have to... Alabama just usually doesn't have to improve this much in a season the way we have. We usually don't have to. We may tweak it a bit, but we started. We can usually come out the gate really good. This is the first time in a long time we have not come out the gate good, and that's you know that's got us. But okay, the improvements here and. uh Oh, Martin! In the, uh, the game, I, I think it was a mid- Millers Edge. They brought up a point about: Do you think Millro could probably go to the NFL if he actually did? Went on, would run the distance? That was a good. That's, uh, maybe a good question for another time. Who, who said oh, this? Uh, Millers Edge with uh, with uh, Christian Miller and his father. Uh, great! I, I, I really love
3: listening. Oh no, yeah, they're great. They're they're awesome. They've been a great addition to our station, and I love listening to them as well. And you know, we asked Mike about this. And Mike a NFL draft analyst, because it was kind of, you know, jumped in my brain like, okay, could he what if he went on to win a national title? Yeah. That is something to think about. Now think about it. Think yes. about if I would have told you um after the Texas loss or another <laughs> game. <laughs> and I'd have said, Hey, at some point Jalen Milroy is going to declare for the NFL. You'd have probably carried me to the crazy hospital.
12: <laughs> yeah but now that's on the table um, it's on the table yep and but uh, watching ty simpson uh last saturday there is talent there i'm a lot less afraid now than i was earlier in the year i think there's some there's some skills there so you know if, really, if he does decide to go to the nfl i don't think too well will to be dry Alabama. all right man catch you later
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, Robert in Mobile. Hey, we have two lines available, 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. Final 45 minutes of the game. We are powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tomorrow we'll do a Brian Harden Construction SEC Parlay Pick Day. SEC Parlay Pick Day presented by Brian Harden Construction, ASME certification, I-beam installation, fabrication. If you're building from the ground up, Let's build something together. BehardenC O N S T dot com. Beharden, dot com. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
0: Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
4: The Tuscaloosa Thread reminding Alabamians about secondary severe weather season. Early next week, we do have the potential for isolated tornadoes. For the full forecast and details, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And a Northport woman was killed after a multi-vehicle crash in Tuscaloosa County Wednesday morning. And the investigation continues with troopers with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's Highway Patrol Division. And for the Crimson Tide basketball schedule, be sure to tap our free app. For
0: the latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Bama hey, Sports Updates. Oh and severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus, those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonya. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck at the intersection of US 43 and Flatwoods Road. It's right before the intersection, but you can expect delays in both directions. A lot of heavy traffic around town. Let's start with Lurley, and it's heavy all the way from downtown Tuscaloosa across the river through Northport to McFarland. McFarland westbound heavy. From Rice Mine Road to 69, it's also very heavy around Jack Warner Parkway and University Boulevard. 69 North, backed up at Union Chapel. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Touchdown! Built for championships.
1: Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama.
10: Alabama is still Alabama.
0: The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on the Chattanooga Mocs.
1: Our coverage begins at 8 a.m.
0: on your home for Alabama football.
1: Brought to you by Birmingham Race Course, BirminghamRaceCourse.com. You can be a winner too. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
5: Some breaks in the overcast coming our way now as we're finishing off today. We continue to watch our temperatures climb up a bit more into the low 70s. Southeasterly wind right around 20 miles per hour. The overall chances for wet weather low. Cloudy tonight, more fog forming late, so ease up on your seat as you're heading out and about our low mid-50s. By late day Friday into early Friday night, we may see a shower or two returning with a front sweeping through Friday's high 70. Plenty of sunshine through the weekend. I'm Jennifer Naira Moore. On Tide 100.9.
6: It's 72 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
1: The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: About the paint spot, locally owned and operated since 1971. All the quality paint, the expert advice. Go over and see my friends, Matthew, Caleb, Philip. Locally owned and operated by Philip Williams. Uh, you will find those guys right there. Matthew, Anthony, Caleb, and Philip, and the amazing team. 15th Street, close to the Hardens Bakery, MacFarlane Boulevard, right past Highway 43. There in Northport. Either location, interior, exterior, and it's more than just paint. Uh, whether you're redoing a A particular wall, maybe it's the plaster, maybe it's the sheetrock. They also sell those supplies. Uh, But really, I think where the advantage is is the expert advice. Uh, How do you do this? How do I accomplish this? This is what I'd like to do. Is this possible? What's the products that I need to use? Protect your investment the right way. The paint spot. Let's continue. Tommy Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game.
22: Hey, Ron. How are you? I'm
3: good. I hope you are too.
22: I am. Well... The problem with Texas A&M, they're going to have all that money. You can talk about dirty money and all like that. If you have that kind of money and the guy they want to hire for president is like that, he ain't giving a crap about football sport. Because them bureaucrats who you say, look what all them wonderful people have done for Puerto Rico for the last 30 or 40 years. We need to set up things for Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is still in a mess. The Clinton Foundation haven't done nothing for the people. They, and they said, "Hey, just another scheme." So, I like to me, is to launder money, and the, I, I hate to see football get that way, but I'm afraid it might.
3: I'm a little bit confused. I need to catch up. Um, what happened to Puerto Rico again?
22: Oh, the Clinton started all you know when they had all the hurricanes that hit the island. Uh, we're going to start a foundation to help pave roads and all that. You had all these retired presidents and. Be named Simmons for going down there or retirees. We're going to help Puerto Rico. Nothing hasn't changed in thirty-five years. Okay. You, know, gotcha. and, you know. These are bureaucrats. These are politicians now getting in the college. Well you're them. right. I
3: don't like when I didn't think that we should have went to Washington for help on the NIL. And no. really it was a it was not a it was not a success, it was failure.
22: I mean, you see these guys started out oh, I'm poor old Schmoe from, you know, from Tuscaloosa or Meridian, Atlanta. After 30 years, sometimes they triple dig millionaire. Well, I'm just the same old guy I was 30 years ago. No, you're not. You're rich as hell. I mean, and you didn't do it in the private. You don't make billions of dollars making $200,000 a year being a congressman or 250 dollars being a United States senator. All right? Do the math, people. There's some funny business going, and my terminology is cooking the books. But let's go another subject. But I hate to see A and M go that away. When you're getting, I want caught, to see him
3: crash and burn. To be honest with you,
22: I do too. But you know,
3: you're not supposed but, to say that, right? We're so supposed, supposed to, be to be nice, Tommy. I That's mean, right. You and I are supposed to be nice.
22: Yeah, and see, I think I might be dragging you down. See, you know.
3: Oh, I agree. You are. I am. You bring yeah. me down to the bottom. I you know. bring, you get me to waller in the weeds. Well, that's okay. I mean, I do it to myself often, but you do as well.
22: Well, yeah. I mean, I can't let you get too high. I have to keep you humble. Thank you, and
3: thank you. I, you serve a very important role.
22: I know. No matter, I am a boring caller. I want to keep you humble. It's
3: my job. Nick told you that. Don't believe him. You're a great caller, and we appreciate
22: you. I don't worry about that. Not my person. I don't want to mention him. I, I got phone calls. like that. like, you heard what Nick said about you? I went, yeah, what do I care? What do I care? A guy who sucks with a Budweiser and scream a blow-up doll, a rich. Well, player. I don't think
3: he can afford Bud Light. I think he's a, uh, what do he say? He's a cheap beer guy. What was it? Uh, Apple, PBR? River. Yeah. You know, I thought that he, was professional bull riding, but I guess not. Um, no. Oh,
22: well. Different um, You know, you can get on to me for not worrying about the playoffs. I'm like, right now, we just got to win the game. We really don't have no control. And, you know, I'm not worried about what happened three weeks. Words, I can't control it, so it's no use. You blame my mother for that. He said, well, you can't control that. Don't worry about it until it shows up. You know, some bad news come. Don't respect that thing. Do I trust that committee? No, I do not. I have seen it when I was a small child in 66, and I saw it in 77. I do not trust. because you got one or two people praising Alabama, you got five or six cussing them. So what? Over Meyer say something good about Alabama. you got these other people Oh, no, head-to-head matter. I'm like, Texas is a good football team. I've said this three times over the last two weeks. Congratulations. But how much faith can the community put in Texas beat a 8-14 for the Big 12 championship game? Nobody's going to watch it. That's why I've been the problem with the Pac-12 the last five years. And let me tell you, the committee want the pac twelve yeah, because this is the last time it's gonna be the pac twelve. They want them to go out in the playoffs. Trust me. I think They're you
3: going, I think you're on to something. I think that's a great point.
22: It is I mean, I mean and I'm like Marty. Marty is getting it's still a bias towards southern football. I let you saw it in the Heisman mode in years and years. I brought it up the other day. And it just I was wrong. Pat Sullivan was the fourth Heisman Trophy winner from the SEC. I said he was fifth. I was one-off. So I corrected myself. I don't want to be misleading. You know, so. All right, Tommy. uh, Anything else? No. Just let's win football. And two, I want to help out other people. I do hate Auburn. But it will start at 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon.
3: I was thinking we started at the first quarter.
22: Yeah, into the first quarter. Yeah. Let's blow him out. Let's put 28 points to 35. Let's have 42 points. I don't want to see Jalen Melrose play in the second half or much less the second quarter, but I don't know. Everybody wants him to go to New York. No, it's 90's time. It's 90 year. I'm sorry. I don't think he's ready for New York. I mean, if he takes us to the national championship set on these records and let's say he'll be a first or second round draft hit, he's going to get. 10 or $15 million, I said, Jalen, thank you. Take the money and go. Because you're never going to get the opportunity to get that kind of money.
3: Got it. Roll Tide, Tommy. Thanks, man.
22: All right, Roll Tide. Take care, my friend.
3: Right back to you. We'll break here. We'll come back. We're going to take more of your phone calls. I do remind you about Northport Power Equipment. If you're looking for a chainsaw work, if you're looking for pole saws, backpack blowers, handheld blowers, you know, the leaves have really started to fall right now need to clean it up you know the wet leaves you need a powerful blower you know those big backpack blowers customized to fit your needs battery operated tools like the crest power tools uh, you will find those and don't forget about the end of the season maintenance why is that important well you need obertha next spring oh betsy may not last another season if you don't get that preventative maintenance you can extend the life of your equipment at northport power equipment northport power equipment since so 1996 two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center. We'll come back. We'll take uh, George in T-Town. We'll take Red Dog. We'll take Mike. We'll take Ellis and many others. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health & Dental, 401K, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns and to Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck at the intersection of US 43 and Flatwoods Road. It's right before the intersection, but you can expect delays in both directions. A lot of heavy traffic around town. Let's start with Lurley, and it's heavy all the way from downtown Tuscaloosa across the river through Northport to McFarland. McFarland westbound heavy. From Rice Mine Road to 69, it's also very heavy around Jack Warner Parkway and University Boulevard. 69 North, backed up at Union Chapel. If you see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live show. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today.
3: I'm Ryan Fowler we are tied 100.9 and we go right back to the phone calls George T-Town George good afternoon you're in the game hey George all right uh George going once going twice George wants to report that Bigfoot is running nude on 69 south we got that George thank you uh for that information let's go to Red Dog Red Dog good afternoon you're in the game how's it going I'm good I hope you are too
14: Good. Yeah, Bammer Nick told me to give y'all a call and listen to y'all and very interesting, but
3: Are you a Bam? And, and here, huh? Are you a bammer No, well, We God. don't we don't we don't it take is. if you're not an Alabama fan, we don't take you, Red Dog. I'm sorry. I mean we uh Well
14: I hate I hate you gonna dump the number one team in the land. But I'll say this if y'all think y'all are gonna beat Georgia, We're- y'all better hope they get sick.
3: We, we're going to stomp a mud hole in you guys. Just ready. I'm telling we'll, you, Red Dog. We'll
14: win by 21. We'll win by 21
3: points. 21? Y'all don't have a shot. Now, now, Red Dog, don't, 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 don't make let a me phone ask you a call and then skip away. and then No, but let me ask you a question. How,
14: what What is Jaden Milrose's percentage completion? 65%? What's Carson Beck's? 73%? Okay, against Ole Miss. How many yards do we have? 600. Well, we, beat, we beat them how down. We took do care we of you guys.
3: I mean, I understand you guys have won two Y'all in a row. you got a big a, ego. No. We beat Ole Miss down for you. You beat Ole Miss down for us? We did. We played them, them a few weeks ago. We
14: beat Ole Miss 24 to 10. Y'all couldn't even break 30 points. Come on now. We're this coming is
3: the for the best you. You sound nervous. Three years. Are you nervous?
14: I'm just amazed that y'all actually think y'all are skipping the steps because y'all still got to play Auburn. And last time I checked, Ryan Hugh Freeze has beat Nick Saban two out of the last. Y'all three Y'all beat times. Auburn 27 to 20, fair. Has Nick Saban been beat by Hugh Freeze two out of the last three times? Yes. So y'all better be. I'm just telling you, Auburn plays y'all different. But there's no way we'll beat y'all by 21 points. We, on our on our on y'all's best day and our average day, we will win by ten. Y'all are in the same league. Kevin Steele, that guy's a retread. I was at the national attention game last year. Nick Saban showed up to watch Kirby. He got turned by that down by Dan Mullen. He couldn't get anybody to take that job. Red Dog, let re- me
3: ask you a real quick question here. And just-
14: I will say this: Nick Saban, consider what he's got, the coordinators he's got, he's done a good job. But the well, problem thank you. is it, so it ain't kind. good enough. It ain't good enough. Hey, it ain't just, good just enough.
3: a random question. Because we don't really talk to a lot of dog fans, okay?
14: Well, no, no I'm calling it. I heard you had a great show, Ryan. That's well, why thank I you. Called.
3: Thank you, Red Dog. I mean, we're, we're... All right,
14: Bama Nick said you have a great show? And you know what? I'm going to say this. I have not... I've, hey, I'm as passionate about Georgia as y'all are Bama. And you know what? I grew up a dog fan just like y'all grew up Bama fans. So, you know, hey, much respect to y'all. And y'all been... Alabama's been been the, the, the premier of the best team in college football for a long time. You know, they have. But that, I mean,
3: you know, right, it's a big but I, deal just, to think that, I just want to ask a serious question here, okay? And I, yeah. I, I've never really been brave enough to ask this question, but I'm going to, okay? Okay. In the Georgia fan base. Yes, sir. Has the haircut that Kirby has where you lay a bowl on top of his head and then you, you trim it, is that become popular in the dog nation?
14: You know, to take a cut like that when y'all had Harvey Dup- Updike come out of y'all's fan base, and y'all have people like no, that, the a, that was a serious question.
3: Ball. We want to be I like know, Nick, but come on, man. We want like no, to be like Nick, and we just assume that you want to be like Kirby because he's, be like he's done things. But you guys, it's been a long time since y'all. Yeah, keepin-
14: Ryan, 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 Ryan. If Kirby, if Kirby was still at Alabama. Y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't have lost, and you know that.
3: He I don't know. Court. I thought Jeremy Pruitt was better as a defensive coordinator than Kirby was. Oh come on! Really, yeah,
14: I really did. As a defensive what coordinator, Nick, yes. Let me ask a question: What was Nick Saban's record in national championship games with Kirby Smart? Four and oh. What was his? What was his record? Do y'all claim those? In, do y'all claim our national titles? I mean, let me finish. In non-national, in national championship games without Kirby, he's two and two. Kirby was a difference maker. You know, it, and I know it. I mean, he is, and, and and Nick Saban is. Hey, he's he's the goat. He is. You heard it. But Kirby Smart, he's the best college football coach right now. You know, you just think about well, this, in Brian. two weeks we'll have a chance to this. Two more wins. Two more wins. Two more consecutive wins. Whose record does he break? The consecutive wins.
3: You're talking about Bear the, Bryant. Fastest? Bear Bryant. You're talking Bear the Bryant. fastest to a certain number? Is that what you're saying? I'm not sure. Bear Bryant, 28
14: consecutive wins. He's already passed Saban, but if he wins so two that'd So that'd be it.
3: another reason that we could take you guys down. I'm telling you, man, that butt whipping's coming, and just by listening to your phone call, I'm more confident because you're concerned. I can hear, well, it. I can know, hear hey, it in
14: hey, your voice, Ryan, we'll man. Make, Let's make I a can hear it.
7: Wager. Not money, let's make a friendly no, wager. No, but I can hear it in your voice, that doubt.
14: That doubt, I can hear it. Just when you, so are you speak, let it me ask comes you, out. Well, I don't think, you know, I don't think anybody can sit here and say that we're for certain. Because I'll tell you this: if Georgia doesn't play good football, they're not going to win. And Alabama plays bad football; they're not going to win. That's any given any given Saturday. Y'all proved that against Texas. I mean, come on, you know. You know, so I mean, y'all. Who would have thought y'all would have lost Texas? I, I, I don't, fair, fair, fair. And, and I'll say this: played like crap. I'll we say did. This, Georgia or Alabama could beat each other, and they really. And I'll say this: this is a knock. CFP is a joke. Alabama's the number two or number three team in the nation. I don't care. Take the Texas out. I don't care. They're the you. You tell me they don't beat every other team. The only team that that could beat them or vice versa is Georgia. And it was proven that I could see Georgia beating Alabama. They both made the CFP. Alabama turns around and beat Georgia, vice versa. That, those, the, Georgia and Alabama are the two best teams in the country. And when we get to this 12-team playoff or whatever they're going to do, it's going to prove that most years that it's going to be Georgia and Bama. Because when you put 12 in, Georgia and Bama are going to make it every year. No matter if
3: they have a loss well, or not, I've said it, I've said it a couple times we're now going to enter eleven team playoff. Because mm-hmm. Alabama will always yeah. be there. You could probably say the same thing about Georgia. Uh, yeah. Well, I got. But, it. I now, got but it. now let me say this: we get you out of that SEC East, and you don't get to play. You know the, the well, teams Vanderbilt. Auburn. We're out
14: of the SEC East next year, though.
3: That's what I'm saying. So we get you out of that comfort zone.
14: But but the problem you hadn't was had to come n-
3: through the SEC West like we have. Yeah, but the Who's really that good in the West? LSU. Who's that good in the come East? On now, who's that good in the East? Nobody. But nobody's good in the West either.
14: Georgia and Alabama have been on top. I mean that's. I mean you're. But but for someone to sit there and say, well, you know, the West, the West, the West. LSU sucks. Georgia ran over them in the SEC
3: Championship. you got like more here. winning teams uh, with winning records in the SEC West than you do the East. I'll
14: be honest with you. I don't care about the East or the West. All I care about is national championships. And, you know, for the longest time, Ryan, I never thought I'd see one. You know, I've been going to games since I was five years old. I went to Fulton County Stadium, Peach Bowl. And, you know, I'll tell you this. It's, you know, over the years, it's hard. To, it's been hard to be a Georgia fan. It's, uh, But I love just like y'all love Bama. Well, the listen, do, do us a favorite. favor
3: and go beat uh, the Hillbillies up in Knoxville, okay? I don't think that's a problem. but Well, you know, we'll I, I won't, we, we're pulling for you guys. We want you guys to be number one.
14: Well, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I, want, I am glad Alabama has made the SEC championship because if we're going to win the national championship, I don't want to win it if we can't beat Bama. I just I don't I And you have a chance to great. do
3: something that's never been done. Three in a row. It's it's pretty it's pretty And remarkable. you know, it's
14: good and you know what? If we go down if we go down, you know, that's something Nick Saban's never been able to do, you know, in, in eleven and twelve. So you know, I don't know. It's, well, it's not it's, just it's Nick Saban. I mean Coach
3: problem. Paul Bear Bryant couldn't do it in the sixties, didn't do it in the seventies. But also I uh, but you gotta Oklahoma to admit, didn't you do it in the fifties, Notre Dame did do it in the forties.
14: You gotta give Kirby props though to break Bear – Bear Bryant records don't get touched. They don't. And for him to break Bears, and he will, it's Tennessee and Tech, barring some, you know, it, he'll break that record if we beat that. And that's a, you know, he even said it. He When they asked him about it after the last win, he said, that's rarefied air. He said, I'm, that's, that's, he talked about Bear, and he said, that was one of my heroes growing up. So, well, you know, I think that's
3: just, you know. We are out of time. That's- Red Dog, I got to get to break. But, hey, have a great uh, day, Ron. Thank you very much. Thank man. you. Thank Peace. you so much. Go do <laughs> huh. Simon, 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 Simon. Um, we'll go to Mike coming up on the next uh, side of things. Ellis as well. T Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
16: Let me tell you about our friend Sonya at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and to Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck at the intersection of US 43 and Flatwoods Road. It's right before the intersection, but you can expect delays in both directions. A lot of heavy traffic around town. Let's start with Lurley, and it's heavy all the way from downtown Tuscaloosa across the river through Northport to McFarland. McFarland westbound heavy. From Rice Mine Road to 69. It's also very heavy around Jack Warner Parkway and University Boulevard. 69 North, backed up at Union Chapel. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205 886 8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray.
0: Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Christian Miller here from the Miller's Edge and make sure you tune in tomorrow as we will be live for our last Friday edition of the Miller's Edge live at Buffalo's
19: Cafe in Midtown Village right here in Tuscaloosa. Make sure you come on by and hang out with us or call
26: and give your score predictions on the game as Alabama will be facing Tennessee Chattanooga for their last home game in Bryant Denny Stadium.
0: Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to The pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah!
1: Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. McCarry, draw play, Macy, huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Josephine!
3: Welcome you right back into the game. Simon, you've done a great job. I really appreciate uh, the extra effort today. I enjoyed working with you throughout the last uh, several hours. And uh, let's go right back to the phone calls. Let's go to Mike. Mike, good afternoon. You're in the game.
23: Hello, Ryan. How's it going today?
3: I'm good, Mike. I hope you are too.
23: Yeah, this is uh, just the second time getting in. I I stay pretty busy, but uh, I think that Alabama-Georgia – we're talking about that game, and I think it's going to be its going to be kind of like the uh, Alabama-Auburn rivalry. It, it's going to be a, a fight down to the end. But I do have a question.
3: I've only got about two minutes right here left, so I may have to speed it up just a little bit. But it, Sorry, but what was the question? I'm sorry.
23: The question is, do you remember last year somebody came on the show and said that Miro would never start a game in Alabama?
3: Do you remember that? We've had quite a few people that have been doubters. Um, I didn't say that.
23: Um, No, it was a caller that called in, and uh, I forget who, what the name was, but... uh, Well, Joseph has
3: been probably the anti Jalen Milrow from the beginning. Uh, He's been there for a while. Who? Joseph, a guy named Joseph that calls in.
23: Okay, it may have been. I just wondered, but... uh, uh, he probably hadn't played much this year, has
3: he? Well, he scored 10 touchdowns in two games. So, uh, Joseph, uh, been very, very quiet, to be honest with you, Mike. Hm.
23: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, well, I don't can, have...
3: Yeah, I'm out of time. I'm sorry. Look, can we continue this conversation tomorrow, please? I'll, I'll get you back in very, very quick.
23: Oh, okay. well, I don't know whether I get in tomorrow. Okay. I got to travel into it. I got to go to Florida to be so. Okay. Uh, I probably won't get back in tomorrow. All right. Okay, Sorry, Mike. All right.
3: Thank you. Right back to you. Uh, Ellis, I've just got time for a roll tide. i got to get out of here, man. But uh, roll tide to you. And how are you? Okay. Ellis is gone, so he must have read the writing on the wall. The last duck through the hole. I've enjoyed hanging out with the best fans of the country. We'll do it again starting tomorrow. Remember, Martin Houston wakes you up tomorrow morning. I know Stingrays coming up after Nick Saban. Nick Saban at 7. Hey, Coach, at 6.30. We'll be back here tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Reminding you that we call this program The Game, and the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night to you, Tom.
1: Listening to the game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.